We it's are Tuesday. live. It's Tuesday. Yes, it says you are live. It's a Tuesday. Tuesday. <laughs> you know what day it is. It's Show yeah. Me the Money Club Day. Tuesdays, yeah. 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific uh, for the live. And then you can obviously watch the replay if you're not watching it live. Uh, but what is going on, everybody? We have a great show for you today. Uh, we have a guest coming on in just a little bit. Uh, Gary Middleton, you may know him, you may not. If you don't know him, you're definitely going to want to know after, uh, especially with uh, what he's going to be talking about very soon. He will be on in just a few minutes. After Gary's on, then we are going to go over quite a few different topics that we're going to be talking about. So we're going to be talking about the uh, uh, new Lyft CEO starting to clean house. Uh, they're looking at about a quarter of the workforce that is going to go bye-bye. Uh, so what is that going to mean for drivers? What does it mean for Lyft? Uh, we're going to be talking about that. Then we have the uh, Lyft CEO. Is he already putting his stamp on with some special support agents? Uh, Sergio's text conversation that he had, a uh, pretty interesting conversation. And uh, right off the bat, no, it was not a copy and paste bot. Uh, so we'll get that right out of the way first. But uh, uh, yeah, that's coming up. And then right after that, we're going to be talking about Uber, Lyft, and DoorDash, how hard they are campaigning against all of these proposed sponsored uh, bills by legislators, uh, whether it's in Chicago, uh, Minneapolis, uh, Vegas, quite a few different areas. Um, they're doing that. And they just added New York, which will be the next topic that we're going to be talking about, which is New York State Attorney General. Um, Moron is trying to cap surge. Uh, and then uh, Uber sent out... Yeah. Uh, Uber sent out the emails already on that. So we're going to be talking about that. And if you're in New York, you probably already got the email, but we're going to break it down. And we're also going to look at um, the proposed rule, uh, which is, yeah, we'll get into that then. Uh, after that, then uh, we got Uber drivers. Why are they rating their riders low? Uh, and we're definitely going to want to hear from you guys why you rate your passengers low. Uh, so yeah. we're going to be talking about that. We're going to share ours as well. Uh, we're also going to be talking about rides with a W. Uh, what is rides? What are they? Who are they? Uh, is it going to be a real competitor to Uber and Lyft? Well, we're going to be talking about them. And then we also have uh, our famous professor, Len Sherman. Uh, he wrote a letter to the Wall Street Journal and to us as well, which we're going to go over when it comes to the uh, gamification, gamification, and the age of wage discrimination uh, and all of that good stuff with Uber, Lyft, and all these other companies. Uh, and then, of course, we got to end the show with some funnies. So uh, we we're going to be work. doing that. <laughs> but we that is, that's our show's lineup. So we got quite a bit going on for you. Oh. So, without, well, we're, that's after. We'll do that later. Um, um, but without further ado, let's bring on Gary. Gary's not feeling too well, so we wish him well. We do appreciate him coming on. Gary, how you doing? Uh, doing as best as I can. I'm trying not to cough in everybody's ears. <laughs> Now you're hanging there. We'll get you out of here as fast as we can, but we got a lot to discuss. Now, um, I've known Gary for quite a while, probably a year, right? Um, and yeah. he's a one-man wrecking crew <laughs> when it comes to apps. And he um, literally has wrote these apps all on his own. And um, basically what they do is they make the driver's lives uh, better and Quite frankly, I think I got the wrong background today. I should have put my cherry pick background today <laughs> because they look, man, they automatically cherry pick for you. So what what better way than bring in Maximo and Gary Middleton from 
Middleton Technologies. So, Gary, thank you for coming on. Much appreciated. Everybody, everybody's always explaining my apps different than me. Because, <clears throat> like Sergio said, he'll go with cherry pick. Somebody else will go with auto decline. And I always start out with safety. Like, uh, they just make you safer. There you go. <laughs> See? that. Well, you know, you know, we, all our minds are, you know, function differently. Mine automatically goes to, hey, man, show me the money. <laughs> that's exactly where I'm at. I'm like, what's going to show me the best amount of money in the shortest amount of time? Because that's exactly yeah. what I'm looking for. Yeah, man. Yeah. So without further ado, you know, let's have Gary uh, talk about uh, his apps. Now, he's got a latest app that I think is going to just fly, okay? Because I think it's fun, but we'll talk about that last. First, let's talk about Maximo, what it is, what it does. And, um, you know, um, I personally think it's a great tool for newbies and veterans alike. Um, now that he said it, I, 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 I think I agree with him. You know, it makes driving safer with the trip radar, with all the bells and whistles and all the crap that's going on while you're driving. I agree with Gary. So go ahead, buddy. Yeah, Maximo, it's one of my very first apps I created. Um, you know, it's back in the day, uh, 2015, 2016. You was probably driving then as well. You know, if you tried to do Uber and Lyft at the same time, there was so much going on with that screen back then. I mean, especially if you was a nighttime driver like me, that flashes and bells and whistles going off. It's just like, ah, you know, while you're trying to drive. So uh, I created an app that will help automate based off your own personal preferences, you know, you go in there, you set all your filters and things like that. And then it will accept, it'll decline. And then it'll automatically turn apps on and off for you. So you don't have to do this while you're driving, you know, especially places like LA, Chicago, New York city, Miami traffic's already bad there. And so trying to mess with this phone when you only got four to six seconds during the request to look at the mileage, look at the pay, you know, all this stuff, it's very unsafe. So Maximo does all that for you. Just go in there, you set up your parameters, and then it'll do everything for you. Right. So this is for Uber and Lyft as well? Uber, Lyft, uh, and Grubhub, and Uber Eats. Um, if you're in Australia, um, New Zealand, it also has the Diddy, the Ola, the Zoomy, things like that. Yeah, those are the equivalent of... Uh you know, Asian Ubers. <laughs> right, so, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Um, but um, also, I'm sure we're going to get tons of questions. Let's get that out of the way as far as Android and iOS. Yeah, it is Android only. Um, okay. iOS has a whole lot of restrictions, and uh, you can do it on iOS. It just costs a lot of money and investors, and I'm a single guy, so I, I, I just don't want investors. <laughs> <laughs> not, yet. Yeah. not yet not yet you know Hopefully you know you know side loading soon yeah we could, yeah, be, we could I, be your agent <laughs> yeah i mean like i've messed around with a few I, I, ios versions and things like that but then you know we we see what we've seen with other apps that do that and the companies come in they block them and you spend more time trying to find workarounds than you actually do the, the actual coding you know, and helping drivers and things like that. So, so you literally are a one-man crew, right? Yeah, it's just me. I do, I do all the programming, iOS, Android, all the server-side stuff, all the customer support. If you talk to anybody about my apps, if you email me, you get me. Right. So, we're, you know, to start with, um, FYI, there is a link in the show notes 
with his website information and as far as how to um, sign up to uh, Maximo. Um, you know, we'll go to the pricing in a, at the end of the, his segment, but let's go to the next app, unless you have something add something to add to Maximo. Now, well, there's a lot of features in Maximo that a lot of people don't understand. Um, yeah. Chris has some screenshots here. You know, yeah. the you can actually take a screenshot. Maximo can automatically take a screenshot of all your Uber, Lyft, and Grubhub offers that come into your device. So that way you can reference them later. I know a lot of drivers said, wait, 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 this popped up for one amount, but I got paid this amount. And yeah. so you can actually have Maximo automatically screenshot that for you. Um, it also has, you know, tracks all your request history. So when something comes in, it'll tell you, you know, the offer, the distance, um, pickup time, drop off times, your per minute, your per hour rate. And also, you know, if, if Maximo accepted it or declined it or didn't, it'll tell you the reason why there. And then, of course, your complete trip data for the day. It'll show you how many Ubers you took, how many lifts you took, um, things like that, your estimated deductions for your mileage and things like that. Um, one cool event here, though, is the event section that you see on the left there. Um, that pulls all the events within 50 miles of where you're at. So you can go into the app, you can go to the event section, and it'll actually show you all the events around you. So I know rideshare drivers, this is big for us because surge happens around these events. Yep. And so this will show you all the events within a 50 mile radius of your current location. So if you go, um, say you go from San Diego down to LA, um, you know, it, it can pull up the LA data for you as well. And then of course in the middle screenshot there, that's your general filter screen. Um, that's how you get in there and you set up all your um, filters for these apps, your auto accept, your auto decline. And all of these are based off your own personal preferences. Very few two drivers will have the same. And so you just go in there, you set it up however you want it. You can use auto accept. You don't have to use auto accept. You can use auto decline. You don't have to use auto decline. And then Maximo will do everything based off your own personal preferences. And this goes for each individual service there is. So you can set up an UberX um, filter, and then you can set up an Uber XL filter and Uber Premier filter. And, and there's just so many filters on there. It, it would take me hours to talk about all the filters we have. Yeah, so, but what basically, though, it applies to, within a platform, it applies to pretty much all the levels of the platform, from UberX to Excel, right. to Premier. And how about Lyft? Does Lyft, yep. Lyft Standard and Lyft Lux and Lyft Lux Black? Yeah, Lyft, Lyft filters are the same way. You still got all your different services. You go in there and set up each individual one. Um, you know, of course, Grubhub is a little bit different because they don't have different stuff, but Grubhub also has filters for it as well. Each different app um, will have filters for everything. And here's some on-screen screenshots where you actually get the Uber and Lyft request. You see that you don't have to do any calculations in your head. Maximo shows you right on the screen the total distance at the top, the per mile rate, your per minute rate, and then your per hour rate. You know, yeah. so everything's right there. There's no no guessing to it. There's you don't have to sit there and look at the bottom and all that. You know, you can look at the price. Well, first off, if you have, if you have your filter set up correctly, you know it's over your price if it didn't get declined. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, but but the, the important thing is, you know, that little window that it does all the calculations for you. As you know, as we all know, obviously, you know, on the Uber uh, pink screen, it lasts about ten seconds. And uh, lift is about 12 to 15 seconds. Um, 
that's really not enough time, especially while you're driving. And if you get another request, unless you have new requests turned off, but this will help you actually to connect with a chip that is fitting to your filters, personal filters, one after the other one, as opposed to, you know, we recommend that people drive with no new requests on, not to get bombarded with trip radar because it's unsafe and new trips anyway, but this actually gets rid of all that issue. Um, yeah, that little window that it pops up, you know, obviously it shows up with everybody's own personal filters, personal numbers, right? So you can set it to whatever you want. And well, then, that, uh, that window that you're seeing there is actually just a breakdown of everything that's on the screen there. Okay. So like if you're looking at the lift one, that's 25.2 miles total. That's to pick up and to yep. drop off okay. all together. Okay. And, and so you don't have to look and say, okay, well, you know, total trip miles. You don't have to add that together. It yeah. does all that for you, you know, and I, I know a lot of people, they like the per minute. Some like the per hour. I like the per minute. Cause I know anything over 33 cents per minute, I'm making 20 plus an hour. Yep. Uh, but you know, again, I color code it all. So, you know, what's a good one, like 37 cents a mile, 68 cents a mile. Those to me are terrible runs cause they're yeah. less than my dollar a mile that I want. Yeah. And so it marks as a red. So I know right off the bat that, Hey, this isn't a good run. So the filters on these, you can, those three filters per mile, per minute, and per hour, obviously for each city is different. Each driver is different. Their requirements are different. You can set these and then it will only accept trips according to your parameters, right? Well, it can accept or decline. There's two different yeah. filter settings. So okay. you can, you can set it to either auto accept it for you, or you can set it to auto decline everything else. Uh, it's, it's really just how you want to set it up. Some people use them in conjunction with each other. Uh, I, I personally don't use, uh, auto accept whenever I'm multi-apping. Yeah. Um, but I do use the auto decline. So that way I know that when something pops up, if it's not declined, I know it passed my filters automatically right then. Yeah. That's awesome. So, yeah. um, and then you mentioned something about the trip radar. Yeah. Uh, there's another feature in there with Maximo. You can actually go in there and have it automatically close the trip radar screen for you. So that way it doesn't keep popping up on you. Yeah, just maximum will automatically close it. I think that's the most uh, important thing, to be honest with you. You know, good. I mean, you know, veterans can do the math in their head, but for people who cannot, obviously, you know, it's a great tool to have. But the trip radar thing, even for a veteran like me, I have to click the X button to get rid of the screen because it's blocking my screen. You know, what right. I mean? So I'm like, what a nuisance. I mean, that's the most unsafest thing these people have brought. Yeah, it, it, it literally reminds me of back in 2015 when they used to flash the screen at me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that. And, you know, I, I, I wrote an article about it. I called it whack-a-mole, you know. It was like, I'm like, I'm driving, bro. Just stop sending me this stuff, right? But I think I think um, that's a great, great addition. You know, I, I don't, how long has it been there, uh, the trip radar thing? The, the auto-close trip radar, it's been there, I don't know, three, four months. Yeah, I think like it's that. an amazing yeah. addition, bro. Yeah. I think it's just absolutely worth, makes every, all of this worthwhile, besides right. obviously making you more profitable and efficient. So anything more on Maximo? Uh, no, I mean, go go check it out. There's so much on it, to yeah. it, you know. Um, go back one screen, Chris, would you? Okay, this this right here, um, a lot of people is the driver's utility helper app, or known as Duh in the community. Um, it it only works for DoorDash, um, but it can sync to Maximo as well, and so you can use them with in conjunction with each other. And this is basically Maximo, but just for DoorDash drivers. 
Um, since DoorDash is not an on-demand platform, you can't just go online and offline anytime you want unless you're a top dasher. You actually yeah. have to schedule. Yeah. And and so that's why it's a separate app. Um, and it has, you know, a lot of stuff in it as well. You get your auto accept, your auto decline, um, you know, so much stuff. You can block red card orders, shop and delivers, add-ons, things like that. It, it's going to have a lot of the similar features to Maximo. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, a little bit different just because DoorDash is a little bit different than Rideshare. Yeah, obviously. But, uh, so, so this is the second app we're talking about now. First one is Maximo, which is obviously, please go visit his website, middletontechnologies.com. Um, the next one is called DA and people, you know, in the industry, we call it DA. It's called driver utility helper. Um, you know, most, if you're only driving for DoorDash, obviously this one is for you. But, um, you know, it has a lot more information than Gary's putting out, actually. It's like it has a lot of information. <laughs> it, it's there. so hard to tell everybody everything that's in these apps because, like, there's just so much to them. Because I've been building them. You know, Maximo's been around since 2016. You yeah. can imagine how much stuff I've stacked on top and changed over the years. Yeah. Driver's Utility Helper's been around since 2019, 2020. Yeah. You know, and so over the course of two, three years, I've added a lot of stuff to that too. You know, and I I change my apps depending on what the 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 app companies do as well, yep. because I want features that are gonna make drivers safer yep. and more efficient. And and so that's what you know I do. Like, you know, one of the biggest things right now is you know, the diamond tier top dasher stuff. Yeah. yeah. You know, and so that's why now DUH can actually show you like on this request here, if I was to accept that low ball request, I yeah. wouldn't, but if I was, then my acceptance rate would go up to 43%, Yeah, you know? And then of course on the left-hand side there, you see the calendar days, all the days I've worked, you know, the earnings, completed orders for the month, declined orders for the month. And so you can, you know, say if you're only a part-timer and you want to make sure you get your 100 deliveries in a month, you can go to the, the calendar screen and, and be like, okay, I got 96, so I need to complete four more before the end of the month. You yeah, know, this it's, is it's such just, another great tool. I mean, you know, um, you know, I do DoorDash here and there, but, um, you know, I mean, all the bells and whistles we're not going to talk about, obviously. But again, it gives you the parameters, right, on that little window that you set up. So you just have to look at that screen. Although, you know, Uber Eats and DoorDash ping request screens are a lot longer than Rideshare. But right. <laughs> uh, to have a complete view of where you are day to day, week to week, month to month, this is an amazing tool for me. I mean, it really is no brainer. And um, as far as um, this being on Android or uh, iOS, what are we talking about here? And Android as well. Android. Uh, almost any of these types of apps unless unless you're going to reverse engineer the the apps for ios uh or the platforms it, it's going to be uh on android for me I'm, yeah. I'm just not that big of a company yeah no i i get it i get you and then uh anything else to you want to add to uh your driver utility helper uh no it's uh, by the way with duh you don't have to click decline seven times to decline an order it can do oh, it once. it can do it you click it click the decline button once and it does everything else for you yeah that's a that's a that's a yeah. plus i mean we know how maddening that is right i mean uber eats actually made that easier by clicking the x once right but then uh <laughs> yeah doordash supposedly has to go through a bunch of hoops why are you declining doing this and that? yeah at least two or three yeah, yeah. well still 
Um, the other thing for, about DoorDash is that, like Gary said, you know, only top dashers can um, dash whenever they want. And then in order for them to do that, look, a lot of people, as you know, Gary, they have, they call it hell week. You know, I don't know what, right. you know, if it applies, but you can watch your acceptance screen, actually, you know, on that little screen where it says 43%. You can watch it zoom up the last week while you're taking all the trash orders to make top dasher. So there's another tool for that right there. Right, exactly. Yeah, but uh, cool. So this is number two. So Gary's busy, okay? So Gary writes software nonstop, it looks like. <laughs> and this is not easy, people. He's a one-man crew. I keep saying that. I'm amazed that he's doing it. So there's, oh, there's Hell Week right there. <laughs> now, yeah, speaking of Hell Week, we actually have a Hell Week war this week on the Gig Wars app. <laughs> oh, yeah. But so this, is this I think, is going to blow up, okay? So let's talk a little bit about this Gig War app. Because, look, we, we all are drivers, but, you know, we all have a competitive streak in us, right? Mm -hmm. So every time I talk about this, somebody will always come out and say, oh, that's nothing. That's garbage. You didn't make any money. Look at my earnings and all that stuff, right? And and this basically can create a friendly, competitive kind of, well, I'm not going to say friendly, but competitive <laughs> kind of environment that you can compare your earnings from one city to the next one to the next one. And, you know, uh, I mean, would you call this like a game app or is, is it? What do you yeah, call it? I, I consider it a game. I mean, that's what I consider it because it's all about fun. I mean, yeah. you're competitive. You're having fun. Um, you know, it's it's not something that's required. It, it doesn't help you. Uh, well, I say it doesn't help you earn more, but it kind of does because you're competitive. And you don't want to lose. So you might yeah. go out and work a little bit longer than you normally would just so you could win. So you do make more money. Yeah. Um, like the first weekend that I did this, we did a beta mode with all the gig wars team. You know, there's four of us on the gig wars team. Um, and shout out to them. They're, they're a great bunch of people that, you know, we all help out. Uh, and so, but I worked a little bit harder than I normally would just so I would win the war. Because <laughs> I, I don't want to lose our first war. <laughs> yeah, I mean, hey, <laughs> you know, but this is also, you know, the, the the pride comes into play more than money, right? I mean, right. especially if you're in the same city, right? And, right, and and, <laughs> and that's something that we did add in here. We did add personal profiles. So, uh, you know, when we first released it, we didn't have a whole lot. It was just, hey, go do this war, enter your income that you made for the day etc etc but then we found over time people was like well what market are they in what state are they in you know things yeah. like that so then we went back and we added you know what type of car do they drive whether they drive a van because some of our guys that do these wars they drive vans and so of course they get the bigger orders yeah they're yeah. always going to win they got the big old vans yeah you know and then yeah. we added states and what platforms people work things like that <clears throat> and so and so it's a great app it's like I said, it's fun. You can do a war, but then you can also hang out on the YouTube channel over at the Gig Wars official YouTube channel. You yeah. can get on stream. You can trash talk. And your day just goes by so much quicker because you're conversating with people. You know? Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, thing, the thing that I love about this is that, look, it creates a community, right? I mean, it brings a little bit of the competitive side of everybody, which everybody has, by the way, you know. I mean, unless you're like a super duper Formica, you don't have any competitive juices going. You know, I mean, come on now. Who, which one of us doesn't want to compete with the guy next door and say, hey, you know, I'm the boss this week and you're the boss next week? Or, but, right. um, 
I think yes, I it's definitely Facebook. bragging rights. It's definitely Absolutely. bragging rights. Absolutely. <laughs> and you know, the other thing is, is just, besides the bragging rights, man, you know, food delivery is a, like a lonely business, right? I mean, right here, at least you're talking to some passengers or whatever. In right. food delivery, it's it's like it becomes really routine. It becomes like mundane, right? Well, this takes that out of it, and it makes it like more fun. Then now you're more engaged. You know what I mean? So, so is this still in beta format, or is no? It, th- this is actually rolled out on both iOS and Android. Um, so if you go to the App Store, just search Gig Wars, you'll find it there. You go to an Android Play Store, search Gig Wars, you'll find it there. So this is actually for both Android and iOS. Okay. Um, there's a free version. We will have a premium version to this as well. But um, most of the stuff that you can do as far as joining a war, starting a war, things like that, it is free. Um, we, of course, do show ads. You know, I got to get paid for my, my time creating this stuff. Oh, of course. You know, the other ladies that help out, Red and uh, Lady Enigma and them, you know, we, we put a lot of work into this. So, uh, but yeah, it, it's, it's just something really fun to do, I think. Yeah, I think I think this is going to blow up, and this will bring more eyeballs to Middleton Technologies. But there was a couple of comments which I cannot go away from, which you know, look, we, we don't we 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 lay it out the way it is on Show Me the Money, right? <laughs> Obviously, there are competitors. So I'm not going to consider right. Gridwise a competitor. I'm not going to consider Solo a competitor. Of no, those those do completely something completely different than my yeah. ass do. But we do know who the competitors are, right? right? So. So if I were to tell you, um, you know, I don't want to put you on a tough spot, but, you know, I always do when the guests show up, um, you know, why should I download Maximo over Para, let's say, right? Or why should I download over Mistro? Mistro, I don't think is not even close to yours. And I personally have, and I haven't downloaded this last one, by the way, which I'm going to do right after we get off. But it's like, you know, everybody has their own choice and and pretty much yours does whatever a driver needs. I will tell you that my my apps have the most filters of any competitor out there, and and I'll bank on that because nobody comes close to how many features are in my apps. Um, to where other people have revamped their apps over the years, um, you know, I, I haven't. I, I talk to drivers every day. In fact, any driver that knows me, they personally can get a hold of me. You don't have to email me. You can message me on Facebook, Twitter, whatever. You get me directly. It's and it's not like you're getting some employee of mine that you know might tell you or might tell the engineering team what needs to be done no you get me directly and so everything in my apps have came from a driver saying hey i need this and i'm like okay yeah Yeah, direct direct feedback feedback. is the most valuable one there's no doubt about that and Mm -hmm. um so in the last couple of minutes we have so tell me um a little bit about the costs of these things tell me where they where people can go download it uh, obviously, we'll have Gary on because we we approve the product. Otherwise, we wouldn't have him on, number one. <laughs> number two, we want more eyeballs because if there were 100 Garys in this country, I think we can take these companies down, honest to God. <laughs> if I had 100 yeah. me, we could take down Uber for sure. That's what I'm <laughs> yeah, saying. It could be on right? iOS. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I mean, you know, because if we have 100 Garys, we're good. We're, we're, we'll, we'll be rolling. <laughs> But uh, that's 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 maybe so. Yeah, as you never know. <laughs> as far as pricing goes, um, they're pretty cheap. Maximo is only four ninety nine a month. I mean, that's comes out to what cents per day. That's I nothing. Mean, yeah, that's nothing really. Um, Duh drivers utility helpers nine ninety nine a month. There is a free version of that as okay. well. So you get half of the app for free, and then you pay for the other part of the app, which is all the uh, auto decline. Uh, history tracking things like that 
um, which is, comes out to, I don't know, I think it's like 33 cents a day or something like that. Still something super manageable by any driver. I mean, whenever you, whenever you take into server cost, what these apps take to run, you're like, wow, that's pretty dirt cheap. No, I know it's very dirt cheap. I mean, I, I, yeah. I actually talked about you with this uh, 499 seems very cheap, right. but you know, that's not the issue. The, the other thing is, um, <laughs> You know, I, I, and more kudos for Gary, number one, for being a one-man team. But there's this new trend now that with all these Uber and Lyft, these CEOs are doing these fake PR things, getting in their cars and drive. Trust me, Gary is a driver. Gary is experiencing this yeah. on his own, and he's fixing the app. When he goes home, they're like, oh, this didn't work. <laughs> that didn't work. I know. A lot Maybe. of people don't get that. I actually drive during the That's daytime. I drive every day. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not like I'm just sitting behind my computer programming all day. So, no, I actually drive every day. I use these features every day. Um, I'm in typically in Rideshare Lisa's Discord channel talking yeah. to her and other drivers. And we chatted up all day where I'm on the live stream with Red and them on the Gig Wars channel. Uh, you know, so it's it's great. I, I think I think to have a good product, you have to use your own product. You can't just do PR stunts. Yep. You got to absolutely mm -hmm. use your own product to figure it out. And. I, one question, and then I'm going to let you go. There is uh, Robert Haneke. It says, do these work for Uber Black and Lyft Lux? Yes, they do. Yes, they do. They have filters for – if you don't see I'll, – I'll say this up front because some markets have different filters or services than other markets. Um, if you don't see a service in there, you can always email me, support at middletontech.com. Send me a screenshot of the request, and I can have it added mm -hmm. on the next update. Yeah, so for all the viewers now watching live and later by the thousands, uh, I highly recommend it. Maximo, Driver Utility, and the new gaming app, which is, I think it's amazing. I, I, we're going to do it. I'm going to make yeah. 100 people download in LA. We're going to have a pissing race. <laughs> oh, you know what? Do. I think that's the real gamification of Uber yeah. and Lyft. Well, yeah. it, all the apps, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it supports but, you all know, of them. Gary, if there is anything else you want to add, you got the floor. I'll give you the last minute. And nah, uh, thanks for having me, guys. I'm glad I didn't cough in all your ears. And hopefully I get better soon. <laughs> no, nah, take care of yourself. But yeah, hopefully you um his his info in the show notes. Please go visit the website, take a look around, you know, try it out. I, I have it. I think it's great. I think it's it's definitely worth the $4.99, which you know, two packs of gum is four ninety nine these days. Right. So figure it out, people. So anyway, but uh, thanks for coming on. But uh, we'll be in touch and uh, wish you the best. And um, you know, um, keep up the good work. All right, thanks, guys. See you around. Thank you, man. Right. Have a good one. All right. Well, yes. If you want more information on Gary's apps, uh, check the link in the description below. It's like third down so you, you can't miss it um but either way um yeah i think gig wars would be fun you know it's yeah, something man. like uh like fast and the furious style uh so that's what it reminds me of when it's gig wars you got race wars uh yeah. for all those uh fast and furious one watchers uh from back in the day uh, yeah. but yeah it'd be fun you, know, the other thing is you can't fake it right just drawing info from the app so you can't just go edit the information saying that i made more money than you so like <laughs> Yeah, so, right. You know, <laughs> you, know, you can't fake that stuff. You know how we, all these screenshots we get, Chris? You know, half of it yep. you don't believe because it's all <laughs> Photoshop, Photoshop, <laughs> whatever. I go, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's not good. So, but, anyway, but no, this one is well, a good game. Yeah, there's there's quite a few uh, of those that are that are Photoshopped and, and catching some people off guard. So, 
Uh, we make sure when we see those, we we really take a look at them with the fine tooth comb. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. All right. So, um, what do you want to lead off with? Do you want to go with the award, or do you want to go and uh, give away some money? Yeah, let's do that. Okay. So, uh, going forward for each episode, we're gonna give back to the community some more because we've been supported so nicely by all of you. Um, so we're gonna do. Each show, we're going to do two giveaways of $25 gift certificates, free people. And now that Chris knows how to use the StreamYard, the lottery, whatever. <laughs> um, so what should we what should we do on the first one? Let's give let's give the, you know, actually, let's give people time through our first um, topic. Let's yeah. give them time to type the code. So what hashtag what? What should we do? Oh, hold on. We're, we're, it's 25, correct? 25 bucks, yeah. For the first one, we are going to enter. Hold on, I'm just typing it in now. Yeah. Boom. There you enter go. Enter hashtag, hashtag money. money. Hashtag All lowercase, money. please. All lowercase, hashtag money. You can't mess that up. If you mess that up, disappear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you, if you mess that up, you uh, and. but with that being said yes we're gonna uh kind of do a couple of things between then we will come back to this uh when it comes down to that so you know we're gonna have one more and we're gonna have one more towards the end of the show so you guys know yes and another way that you can win money yes is the show me the extra mile sunshine award we're giving away number two number two is coming up because guess what it's april 25th you know what that means end of the month is this week and next week is what may 2nd i believe it is or something um yeah may 2nd is the show so next week uh i don't know if we're gonna have the winner announced for april yet uh only because that's a pretty quick turnaround but in any event uh if it's not on the second it will be the following week on the 9th uh where we're going to be doing that and essentially if you don't know what the show me the extra sunshine or extra mile sunshine award is it's uh, for you drivers who have gone above and beyond uh, during the month. Share your story with what had happened. Share some screenshots to show what happened. If you have dash cam footage, you can send that as well. Uh, but send it to Sergio at Sergio at the We don't judge it. We look at them. We see what they are. And then we pass it along to the sunshine man, which is Jeff, uh, our favorite 99 percenter of acceptance rate when it comes to uh, uh, our drivers. So. Uh, yes, he is the one who actually goes through and judges them. Uh, but it's one of those things where, you know, we want to kind of focus on some of the good stuff when it comes down to it uh, yeah. instead of a lot of the negatives. So for you who have gone above and beyond uh, during the time that you are driving, uh, make sure you submit that to Sergio because we are going to be wrapping up April's this week. Yes, I'm, I'm quite disappointed, actually, Chris, because... Why? Well, okay, I only got three for April. What? Yeah, three. What is wrong with you people? Start getting a little nicer bucks, out there. <laughs> hundred bucks. So I know. Okay, last bucks. month I had, we had seven. Last month we had seven. This month we have three. So wake up, people! It's hundred bucks. It's a it's a paying it forward story. I'm gonna do an article on you, and I'm gonna interview you and put you on our channel. I mean, plus a hundred bucks. I mean, come on, now, <laughs> right? But you know, the stories we have this month is pretty good. I mean, you know. Sunshine Man has it already. So he's yep. like, uh, you know, he's, he's for back from vacation. 
meeting the other Jeff, <laughs> which we have a you know we have a picture, but uh, yeah, you'll see, we'll see that in a little bit. But yeah. Well, yeah, either way, you have you got a, you have what, yeah, you got a couple of days left to submit them. So by Friday, I gotta have it. Okay, please. Yep. Caro T eight one. Caro, appreciate the super Caro, chat. Uh, he, you know he's he, you know he's Armenian maybe. I don't know. Caro, are you Armenian, buddy? Are you? Are you? Uh, if you are, I did not see you yesterday at the April twenty fourth Armenian Genocide uh, March, but maybe next year we'll hook up. If you're in LA, we'll do that. Yesterday was the Armenian Genocide March in LA. So, um, long story short, yes, you are yes. you in LA? So shoot me an email if you are Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Um, okay, yeah, please send me these things, man. This is, this is like, I mean, three is enough. Don't get me wrong, Chris, but you know. We need competition. Yeah, but, yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we want to support those paying it forward to making it better. But let's right. talk about, well, could some things be getting better right now? And that is Lyft's new CEO is coming into town. And yeah. we know, we know that this was going to happen. We knew that there was going to be layoffs. It's just the way it is. But to come in and cut around 25% of staff Ouch. my question though is who are they going to cut when it comes down to it are you cutting the engineers or are you going to be cutting the driver support team well like you know the last <laughs> month last not month but a few months ago they cut 800 and they closed all the hubs the driver yep. support in-app support went to chat support i call it shit support <laughs> mm -hmm. whatever so now they were down to four thousand. now they're going down to 2800 bro no, no. Here's, the, here's the thing, though. If you, look, here. if you look at the article, it says lift to cut at least twelve thousand. So that that's a minimum. They could they could yeah. be laying off thirteen, fourteen, fifteen hundred. I mean, they could be pay, laying off a lot more than just the uh, the twelve hundred, depending yeah. on on what's going on, what they're doing to shake things up a little bit on yeah, on I mean, the inside. He's, he's taking the Elon Musk approach here. <laughs> yeah. No, you know what though? Here, here's my question. Is Lyft 10 times smaller than Uber? No. So then Actually, why does Uber... That, you know, you brought that up why, to me. I looked, I looked yeah, up. Yeah, but why does Uber have 10 times the amount of employees? Does that we just mean that it. there's a ton of fat? Hey, Uber, if you're employees. watching this, you may okay. want to trim like 50% of your employees because you could probably have a very profitable company at that point. Yeah. Just well, saying. <laughs> their earnings are coming up May 3rd, by the way. Uber's is, and Lyft is May 5th. Next quarter yep. is up. Next That's quarter next is up. week, or, yeah. I have a very sneaky suspicion that there's going to be some Uber layoffs on this uh, coming up because I think the quarter is going to disappoint. Um, and then the cost cutting will start. Um, so, again, don't take that as stock advice or investment advice. It's my opinion only. So, Lyft is cutting 4,000 from 4,000, 30% more. They're going to go maybe more, like Chris said, more than 1,200. It's going to go down to like 25, 2,800 people. Now, mm -hmm. the guy Skeleton is exactly what he said. He said, you know, I have learned uh, to do uh, a lot with a lot less at my, you know, at his uh, uh, nonprofit, which he was running before this. So he's keeping true to his word. But this sends me a clear signal. Okay. Now I totally do believe that he's going to make this a mean, lean fighting machine and then up for sale by the end of the year or maybe early 2024. Because this is a massive cut. I mean, this is not mm -hmm. a joke. And we're definitely talking now coders because the first 800 that took off went away. 
when the cleanup started under Zimmer and Green, you know, that was mostly support staff, this and that, right? This this cannot be anything but high-end quarters or maybe, you know, these, these are not interns that they're cutting here, okay? So we're going to find out how Lyft is going to operate, you know, with less people. I mean, I think... He's doing the right thing. Sorry for all the people who are going to get fired or, you know. Um, well, you know, you know, they can always sign up for the app. <laughs> uh. <laughs> or, or sign up for Uber. <laughs> um, Damn right, but No, uh, honestly, I mean, the, the question, though, is how will this affect drivers on the short term and in the long term? Okay. Um, so for for personally, if, if it's coders, uh, depending on what they're coding, a lot of the times what they're doing is they're running tests. We've talked to some former Uber employees, what they're doing when it comes down to it, when they were coding, and they were running tests and different stuff. So the question is, are they going to eliminate that? I think so. You should probably just have something that's, you know, congruent in one. And yeah. then that way you don't have to have all of these extra employees. So that helps cut down right there. Yeah. Um, so maybe the app will in, actually work better. Um, yeah. Time will tell with that, though. Uh, will the app actually work better? Because you don't have all of these multiple versions. You know, how many times do you update your computer and then something screws up on it because you get in this ghost code that's creating an issue with yeah. the, the new update uh, and things along that nature. So yeah, well, uh, yeah I, over time, I think this is just going to be something that's going to help because the app don't, won't have all of these different, different diversions uh, coming together in the same app. So I think that's going to probably be good. Um, but when it comes well, to, to the long term, that's where you could see, you know, are they going to car- start putting more and then going to a skeleton crew uh, no, where there's so. going to be I less changes? So. I don't think so. Honestly, I don't mm-hmm. think so. I think the guy clearly stated that we're going to do one thing and we're going to do it really, really well. And he figured I don't need 4,000 people to do one thing really, really well. <laughs> okay. And he's delivering, yep. man. I mean, look, he's delivering. I mean, like, this is like two days off after the, he got the job. He sat in the chair. I'm like, boom, see you later. I'm like, okay. Yep. So now, me, I the, think he's doing the right thing. Now, the last question I have when it comes to this, when it comes to your thoughts is, um, is this going to be for the long-term viability of Lyft to remain intact as a company? Or do you think that this is the beginning of the piecemeal to try to salvage it for a sale or something along that nature. Yeah, or a I, think, I, I definitely think they're going to this, this move and, and the, maybe more, as you said, this definitely signals we're going to be lean, mean fighting machine that we can stand on our own two feet or for any, you know, interested party. Look what we have. We have a functioning, you know, market share gaining business again. And, you know, they may be open for offers as well. So I think. I cannot agree more with what he did. Um, he figured out that it's a taxi cab with an app. You know, it goes, we don't need 4,000, 5,000, 6,000 people to run this. We're just going to run it mean lean. Everybody's going to learn how to deal with it. Plus, as you know, Lyft was going to try to dabble in into deliveries and things like that. I bet you some of those people, all those departments are going to get cleaned up. So I I, I think this is the right, right track. And um I wish you could come on and talk to us. About <laughs> yes, Mr. Risher, come on. Yeah, um, before we get into our next topic, we're going to do our giveaway. Uh, we have 30 entries, so make sure you hit hashtag money. Type it into the chat uh, yes. if you want your chance to win $25. Uh, so make sure you do that in the chat right now. Uh, yeah. We are just going to wrap that part, part up and then uh, do our giveaway. So those last minute entries, you got like 
30 seconds to go or something like that. Let's go. Um, but either, either way, part. either way, it's going to be interesting to see uh, my, my, my other question now that, that while we were talking, when you said stand on your own two feet, I think uh, that could be, did he come in and pick up the tree that was dying and plant it into the sun? Or <laughs> what? Or is the I tree think, still, think, is the uber tree he, still outgrowing? <laughs> well, no, I don't know about that. Time will tell on that one. But I really, really honestly think this, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago, last week as well. This is such a simple thing. I mean, think about this, Chris. It's pick up point A of a human and delivery of a human to pick up point B or pick up of point A of a, of a bag of food that's sealed, dropping off to B. Yep. All GPS connected. I mean, we don't need these many people to do this. The app is the app. How much can you improve on that? I think this is what all you know Uber should do and DoorDash as well. Uh, but we're going to find out on that when the earnings come out. No, I think he's I mean, doing the right thing. And on um, top of that, look, look at Maximo and and you know the Da app and now Rideshare Wars. Yeah. One person coding that, Gary, and think you about, know, <laughs> and and that's... playing support and playing, you know, yeah. updating the app. I mean, if Gary is not the you know model of what apps should be, then I don't know what. You know, Mr. Richard, <laughs> if you're watching, I mean, you can hire Gary if you like because he's the one yeah. man wrecking crew. You can probably replace 400 of your quotas right there. So. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on. Let's give away that money right now. So we are giving away $25 right now. We have hashtag money. Uh, you are, if, if you're in the chat and trying to get it in, too bad, so sad. Uh, we have 36 entries. And let's see who is the winner. I got my pen this time. <laughs> I'm not missing it. <laughs> Ooh. HBCU band talk. Congratulations. HBCU you are today's talk. winner. Hashtag money. Coming your way. Uh, please money. email me, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com, and we will send it to you immediately. Well, tomorrow. Yep. <laughs> immediately. So, um, congratulations. Yes, sir. HBCU band talk, and 25 bucks is yours. So should we do the next one now so people can enter all the way to the end of the show or maybe later? Should we do it? Uh, we'll do it later. Yeah, because okay. we got we got a lot going on. So we'll we'll get okay. that later when, when it's okay, a little cool. bit more. So stay tuned. Yeah. We got 24 25 more dollars to give away to some lucky winner. Uh, but in between that time, you know, we're gonna continue on with Lyft because, well, they're the ones who are making some news right now when it comes down to it. And that is, you know, if CEO is saying that the uh Driver experience is the top priority when yeah. it comes to it. So this is something that I'm happy to see, and I hope yeah. to see uh, this. But we also did see if you were around in 2017, uh, early 20 or yeah, I think it was 2017, uh, the year of change, basically when Dara came in, and yeah. he took uh, that whole little thing over and then it was the, the 180 days of change the year of change and it was adding and changing all of these little things um so it really didn't do too much but it did at the same time uh but yeah that was uh one thing so let's see what happens when risher comes around and what he's going to do go ahead yeah, Sergio. Huh? yeah i mean i i think this 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 connects actually to the next screenshots we're going to show because this this he said this already 
no need to repeat. But one paragraph that's important here, it goes, we know writers want to be picked up on time. They want to pay a fair price. Richard said, we know that drivers want a good driving experience, right? And I agree with him. Um, there's a lot to fix, and I'm sure he will fix. I am not too hopeful about rider, I mean, driver earnings going up. But as long as consistency happens, as opposed to cut and cut and cut and cut, and hopefully he will not go that route. Um, but one thing that, you know, I personally would like to see change, and there are many things, but is this support situation. Chris, my computer is getting full with screenshots of the back and forth between poor drivers trying to chase their poor cancellation earnings or streak bonuses that Lyft is declining or a trip is going longer and they're not getting adjusted. I mean, some of this back and forth is maddening. Like I read it and I get a headache. And I have like um, files and files and files of full, full files now. So that needs to change, Mr. Richard. Please, seriously, you know, this, the good old switcheroo that we have that's happening with trips, even it's happening now on support. You know, one agent goes, he goes, oh, give me two minutes, I'll be right back. A new guy comes in or a gal if they're not bots. And then you have to start all over again. It's maddening. It's maddening. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I, to me, it's like that needs to change. That definitely need to change and you know so in that sense i'm driving the other day <laughs> i get this you know we talk quite a bit about scams and stuff like that right but people need to get a text message from somebody saying oh hey how's it going congratulations give me your information so i can send you some money or whatever so i get this text message in my on my phone it starts with this <laughs> He goes, hey, hey Sam, Sam from Lyft again. Oh, you want to do you want to do this voiceover thing or what? Oh, if you want. No, hey, I'm it's Sam I'm from Lyft guy. again. I wanted to check in after your first week back. How are you feeling so far? So I go question mark, question mark, because I'm thinking this is like bullshit of bullshits. I'm about to get scammed, right? And because the guy says, check in after your first week back. I've been driving for Lyft every time they showed me the money. It wasn't my first week back. Like past few weeks, they gave me guarantees. I did all those. So I'm going, this guy's a scammer. It's like, no, nah, I'm not even going to go into it. But out of curiosity, I put two, two question marks and sent it back to him. Hi, Sergio. Sorry for the confusion. The app automatically sends some messages when you go more than a month without driving. Okay, still not valid, but let's say it is. So then I go back to Sam quote-unquote, <laughs> I go, interesting. Why do you think I didn't drive for a month? So I'm thinking, like, you know, I'm not going to give him any info. I'm just going to mess with him, you know. In fact, while I was doing this, I was at the DMV trying to pay my um, um, registration fee and because <laughs> they sent me one that Uber's AI did not accept when I uploaded it. I go, God damn, I need a copy. So I'm there waiting. You know, California DMV is horrible. So <laughs> please, people, set an appointment if you're going to go anyway. Interesting. I go, why do I think I didn't drive for a month? This must be a new thing. Never gotten this message before from Lyft in six years I've been on the platform. I checked your account and I see that you didn't drive in March. This is a new program. I can help with things like updating your vehicle documents, understanding the driver app, how to maximize your time on the road. By the way, you already receive your Lyft MLMs. These can help riders recognize you easier. Yeah. So I'm going like, all right, let's see where this is going. 
I go, so of course I, I go on the attack. <laughs> I go, Sam, if you're not a bot, of course, why do you think I drive sporadically on the Lyft platform? Been with Lyft for six years. I think I'm good with everything else. I like this new program. Keep in touch with veterans. Keeping in touch with veterans. Are you based, I missed the S there, in the U.S.? I'm a real human, Sergio. I'm here for you from Monday to Friday during business hours. Well, could be a lot of things. Please let me know why you drive sporadically. Yes, we're based in Nashville, Tennessee. So I'm going like, all right, now we got to lay down the law. <laughs> so I repeat the first, um, I go, this is great. I'm in touch with a human in the U.S. as opposed to a cut and paste bot as all my Lyft support experiences have been horrible and continue to get worse since Lyft moved to in-app chat support only. We know platinum drivers like Jeff have, I can call, but most of our peons, you know, like me are <laughs> in-app chat support. So why do I drive sporadically? Well, because I run this gig as a small business and driver earnings have been declining over the past six years. I'm going to bet that I've been with Lyft longer than you. After expenses, drivers make less than minimum wage in most cities. That's the reason. I drive for whoever shows me the money. Lyft definitely is not showing me the money, but when they do and I can be profitable, I'll drive for Lyft. Uber shows me the money more often, and I'm driving for them the majority of the time. I'm very happy that you feel that way in this interaction. We want our drivers to feel accompanied. Thank you for being honest. I'm sorry to hear that your experience hasn't been that good. We always want to hear your opinions. I completely get you, Sergio. I really do. What you say is very understandable. Please feel free to make the best decision for you here at Lyft. You always have the doors open. So I'm going like, now I'm like, I don't even know where this is going. Like, you know, we're creating a relationship here. <laughs> and then, um, you know, I go, so I promised this guy or a bot. Maybe you guys think it's a bot. I don't think it's a bot because later on you guys will figure it out. I said, for your information, this is going up on my weekly live stream on YouTube in a very complimentary fashion. Here's the link. We run the largest blog and YouTube channel when it comes to the gig economy. In fact, we have an interview lined up with your new CEO. I gave up a little hint there. Um, uh, it wasn't, it's not going to be us, but it's going to happen. <laughs> I also thank you for your honesty. I know you're not allowed to say much more than you did. So I, gave, I put up our YouTube channel and then he comes back. That's pretty cool, Sergio. I'll take a look. Remember, I'll be here for you if you need further assistance. We're just a text away. So I'm going like, this is unbelievable. <laughs> like, this is a change. I mean, why? Now, I'm kind of crediting David Richard with this. Maybe he hired some outside company to, you know, um, I don't know. I mean, this was out of the blue. And it's like, I was like amazed and I was very pleased. So I know you're dealing probably with hundreds of drivers all the same time. But this is something, if this is something um, the new CEO pushed for, I think it's amazing. I never felt I had a friend at Lyft, especially regarding driver support. Next time I text back at this number, will it be you or just like the regular support? I will get switched around and have to tell my story all over again because that's what we're used to, having chat closed and new agent comes and the driver wastes hours explaining themselves all over again. But let me not push my luck. This has been great. Much appreciated. 
Always will be me, Sam. Your friend from Lyft. This channel is very different from support. That's why there could also be things that I couldn't help with, like payments, cancel fee. I hope the interview with our CEO be great, of great benefit to you and other drivers who can see it. So I'm going to skip the next one, but I'm going to go cut a little shorter. Now that we have a bond established, tell your promotions department. Of course, you got to take the opportunity. Tell your promotions department to send me a juicy guarantee and I'll drive for Lyft. All kidding aside, our viewers may get ideas. They may think I'm a Lyft shill now. So have a great day. Let's chat soon. <laughs> oh, dear, 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 dear. Unfortunately, these are granted automatically, and they are personalized for each driver and take into account the supply and demand of trips in each did you, area. Did you, did you area. get the sentence here, Chris? Did you get the sentence? Oh, they are oh, all personalized for each driver. Uh -huh. Yep. Oh, trust me, I knew that right away when I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's the algorithmic <laughs> wage discrimination right there. <laughs> yep. So they yeah. tell you. They yeah. tell you. Right there. You know, it's a Freudian slip, but it's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then he goes, "There is not much I can do, sir. You have a nice rest of your day." So then, after this conversation, the layoff news hits, right? So you know, and then we go on. You know, um, I tell him. Are you outsourced or are you an actual Lyft employee? He goes, we need to keep it professional. That also answers the question that he's outsourced for sure, because this guy was super professional. And then besides that, um, so when I saw the layoff news, I texted the same guy. I go, Sam, were you part of the layoffs? <laughs> that was the question, which I missed to take a screenshot of that. Um, you know, and, and um, so if you go to the next one, All right, so I told the guy, I go, Sam, you're all right. Did you get laid off? Did you get fired? What's happening? He comes back, the same guy. He goes, good day, Sergio. Thanks for checking. You're very kind. Don't worry about me. How about you? Will you drive with us this weekend? I go, okay, <laughs> I'm glad. Actually, we talked about this 10 days ago on Show Me The Money Club, that there's going to be you know, layoffs and all this stuff. Believe it, minimum fare lift is still 262, but I'll do some Uber East, DoorDash, and Walmart Spark. My time is for a sale to the highest bidder as a so-called independent contractor. So it ended there. So since this has been like four days, five days, I haven't contacted Sam because I didn't have a need to. But periodically, I'm going to knock on his door and to see if Sam is there. Now, Mr. Richard, if this is something you just started, I I loved it. I appreciated it. Like I said, I never felt I had a friend with Lyft, especially your support, which is horrible. <laughs> and... <laughs> I don't even call support. I call it, I don't even know what I'm supposed to call these people. But long story short, thumbs up on this one. See, we say positive things about Lyft. We don't only say negative things. There you go. Uh, I mean, yeah, there, there's definitely some some positive things to say every once in a while. So, yeah, uh, yeah it's going to be interesting to see. Um, I, I haven't driven in about a week and a half for Lyft. Uh, so I'm going to see if I get the same text message from, scam, or, uh, from Sam also. Let's do it. Um, and see if uh, what happens there, or if I get somebody else. Maybe it'll be Brittany or John. Who knows? We'll see. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, they, they just showed me something for this week, uh, so I'm going to take it up on that. Okay. Uh, so so Kubear says Sergio, all Lyft help support use name Sam. Nope, not true. Not true. Their names actually are not even legible most of the time. But let's go with that. <laughs> so, yeah, most uh, of the time they actually use probably the real names that nobody can yeah. actually pronounce. So yeah. I just usually call them Gary. 
Um, and and if you and, I, and I'm not talking about Gary Middleton, but um, if you know uh, what was that movie? I believe it was Horrible Bosses. Yes, it was Her- Horrible Bosses, and they had the OnStar, and <laughs> the the guy was uh, obviously from India, and so he had some crazy name that you couldn't announce, and then he's, his his American name was uh, Gary. <laughs> so. Uh, no, always I, yeah, I, yeah, I appreciated it. I really did. So I'm like, okay, well, I'll check with back with Sam once in a while. Um, we'll see how it goes. All right. Yeah. All right. Well, let's move on to our next topic, and that is a big issue that is happening, and that is that a lot of states and a lot of areas are looking to create legislation for driver protections, but these companies are not happy with that because that means that. It's infringing on them being able to exploit workers. And if you don't believe that, that's exactly the truth. Unfortunately, um, it is. And they're going to go kicking and screaming like a two-year-old when you tell them no and they want the brownie. Uh, That's exactly how these companies are acting when it comes down to these legislations. And a lot of the times, people like you and I are probably going to be happy for the most part because it's going to help when it comes to false deactivations. It's going to help set up pay or minimum pay standards. It's going to set up driver protections. Uh, it could set up, you know, pay time off, different things like that. Uh, healthcare. There's a lot of things there when it comes to it. Sure, they're happy about Prop 22, but are they happy about the Seattle and the Washington bill? No, they just have to accept it because that's their reality. And if they want to operate in that area, that's how they have to roll the ball. That's that's how yeah. it came. But uh, the rest of the country is pretty much open. Uh, not every place, but quite a bit. So. Now yeah. they're 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 really campaigning hard against drivers to to uh, try to get them on their side, saying that uh, you know things like their uh, access to the platform is could be reduced or something could be a problem. Uh, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. The typical uh, uh, typical playbook, bro. You know, it's like let's do the scare tactics. This, by the way, is going to the passengers, not to the drivers, because Ooh. I, I interviewed Stephanie V. Hill, who is a freshman um, house member in Colorado. It's on our channel. You can go watch it. She's sponsoring a bill called 2398, SB 2398. It's basically full transparency and no more unjust deactivations for all gig workers, not just rideshare. Okay. And now comes DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> See, they go like, well, they're crying foul. You know, they go, the Colorado Senate is considering a bill that would impose another tax. Look at this language. How, you know, by the way, the, the, the tax that they're talking about is going to be like less than 10 cents. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they go but like, they're not, they're not going to put it in there. They're going to make oh, it, no, no, they're, they're going to make it the extreme yeah. that they can. Yeah. As as close to to the like that line where they're just completely lying versus yeah. you know yeah. still telling part truth. Yeah, and then and then it says, you know, um, another tax on top of last year's first in the nation delivery tax. Um, okay, uh, he goes look at this. Look at this paragraph. Got me really well. I was laughing. He goes with consumers already facing skyrocketing inflation. <laughs> the bill. <laughs> would raise the cost of deliveries. Uh, DoorDash, listen, you know, we're no dummies here. All I'm telling you is this is a bunch of hogwash. <laughs> Inflation, <laughs> you have raised Uber and rideshare, Lyft and rideshare, 
DoorDash, Uber Eats have raised the fares without sharing the wealth with the drivers since 2019, whoever wrote this at DoorDash. So let's not get into this. Now, if you disagree with me, whoever wrote this at DoorDash, please come and show me the money and tell me your numbers, okay? The fares have been going up irregardless of this bill, sir or madam, at DoorDash. So mm -hmm. shove it, number one. And this bill, by the way, this bill, this is the language from the bill that I put it in here. Mm -hmm. The bill requires a delivery network company, which is a DNC, or a transportation network company, TNC. This is exactly from the bill, Chris. Operating in the state to provide various disclosures to their drivers and to the consumers of the DNC and TNC regarding payments that a consumer makes to these companies. Now, Mr. and Mrs. DoorDash on the left, I'm back on your case now. What is wrong with this that you're objecting? When you raise the fares for the last three years, four years on the consumer, on deliveries and rideshare passengers, your excuse has always been, oh, it's the tax, oh, it's the city, oh, it's legislation. No, it's not. It's your race to profitability, people. It has nothing to do with it because you're in such horrible businesses that you have to charge as much as you can and pay as little as you can, which your algorithms are accomplishing beautifully these days, supposedly. If you ever order food, people, and you see the fees on there, that has nothing to do with legislation. And if you look at the same order from the same restaurant you placed two years ago, the delivery fee, service charge, this fee, that fee has gone through the roof. Now, what percentage of that has been passed on to the driver? Because delivery these days have become basically working for tips. With Uber and DoorDash base minimum delivery fees down to $2 per order. Two, DoorDash, are you watching this? On the other hand, you're charging 12. Now, one of the reasons tipping has declined is because for a burrito, the poor consumer is paying $10, $12, $15 in delivery fees, service fees, and all that. And you know and $20 what? Twenty dollars for they, Starbucks. Yeah, and they have no clue, by the way, Chris, that the driver is only getting two bucks out of that twelve. This bill will introduce complete transparency. So now, when a customer orders food, it's going to say, "Oh, by the way, you're paying twelve for this in service fees and delivery fees and all that good stuff without tipping." Now, oh, by the way, the driver is only going to make three bucks out of the twelve. You know what? They may bring back some tipping. You know what I'm saying? Because, because mm -hmm. at the moment, when you pay 12, 15 bucks for delivery and service fees on your DoorDash tab, you may think, you know, the delivery guy or gal is making good money. Well, now there's transparency. Now they're going to know that this poor driver is bringing your burrito from four miles away for three bucks. Maybe they'll tip more. So DoorDash, if you have any opposition to this, please come here. I'm right here. Show me the money. We'll have you on anytime you like. That's not just DoorDash that's happening. It's also, you know, other areas. So this is vote no on Chicago's new rideshare ordinance. So <laughs> you know, we, we talked about this. We talked about this recently. Uh, you know, this is going, what, a month and a half ago, probably probably eight weeks ago now or something. I think we talked about uh, Chicago and them bringing, you know, similar type legislation to the board when it comes to, you know, driver protections and, um, you know, different things like that. So uh, basically this one is a thing from the Illinois Coalition 
of independent work, which we all know is just code name for Uber, Lyft, DoorDash, and all these other companies. Um, but this is a new ordinance could dra dramatically increase costs for riders and limit access to affordable transportation at a time where inflation is at a 40-year high and our economies are recovering. Wait, didn't we just read that on the DoorDash side? You would think the same person who wrote this? <laughs> I think the same person friggin' wrote it, yeah. <laughs> so right there, there, that just goes to show you, it's, it's yeah. these companies there. And it says the rideshare ordinance recently introduced in Chicago threatens to limit access to affordable transportation and the flexibility upon which drivers <laughs> depend. No, actually, it probably would help drivers. Um, similar ordinances in, uh, in other cities have unintended effects on drivers while drastically wow. increasing costs for riders. And they highlight Seattle's minimum pay ordinance increased prices for riders by more than 50%. But you know what? Drivers over there are loving it because they're getting paid. They're getting paid time off. You know, we just had, uh, did, didn't we just post the, uh, the, the video with uh, yeah. Walter? Yeah, yeah there, there's a there's a we, we had Walter our Seattle based driver or Washington based driver on talking about is Seattle's model the best. And, you know, here's here's the crazy part. There is. Um, when, when you talk about these companies like Uber and Lyft, they will, will they'll kind of say the, the other thing like, oh, we have taken the steps in order to accomplish the legislation like Prop 22 and the thing in Seattle when it comes to the driver's side to make it seem like, oh, they were they were part of it and they came to the table and they're happy about it. But in actuality, they're kicking and screaming like a two-year-old who you said can't have the yeah, cookie. They are. Yeah, they are. Um, and then, you know, and this is another ordinance by the older woman Garza, and hopefully it's going to pass. Look, man, there is a movement happening in the country. This is not just Illinois and, and Colorado. It's Massachusetts. It's Connecticut. It's, you know... It, 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 it's uh, how many more states? I think seven or eight. Nevada is joining the party. You know, they're getting the squeeze play. Legislation by legislation mm -hmm. and state by state, city by city. And they're fighting mad. And, you know, I, I understand why they're doing what they're doing. You know, I get it. But one thing that irks me in all this is when they send this to, they, they're sending this to the passengers, Chris, and to the consumer. Now, yep. on the Colorado bill, they're opposing it because now the game is up. The, 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 the consumer is going to find out that, oh, I just got charged 15 bucks for delivery fee without tip, and my driver only made three. Because every time when I have ride share, right, and I do lift, and I show them because, as you know, all the way through the trip, the upfront fare shows on the lift, right? And when the, mm -hmm. when the passenger sees it and he just paid 15, I made like four, the guy goes, are you serious? Is this what's happening? The Colorado bill is going to make that simple. When you're ordering your food or your ride share, let's say you're driving, taking a 10-mile trip for 50 bucks. Well, it's going to say you're paying 50, but your driver is getting 14. Yep. <laughs> What's wrong with this picture? <laughs> so, and, that, and that's that's what they want to hide. That's the yeah. whole reason why, because they, they want to make it seem like, oh, well, the drivers are, are getting yeah, it. Because the, the, the other side... If you looked at the other side of that that one screenshot, it was saying how the a recent study came out that said uh, rideshare drivers in Chicago were making thirty five dollars an hour after expenses. Yeah, I saw that. Did you see that? What? Yeah. No. <laughs> after expenses. After expenses. And here, are they are they trying to go to the online time again versus? Uh, 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 I'm sorry. Um, are they are they separating the times again? So you got I, I, your online versus your engaged yeah, time. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing, but let me tell you if. People were making 35 bucks after expenses. 
in Chicago, okay, nobody would work at a regular job for 18, okay? <laughs> Everybody would be driving right here, okay, period. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, why would you? <laughs> so, so, you know, all this stuff is happening. You know, they're crying. They're battling. You know, they have their own blobby. It's called Flex. I go, I get you. I get you. If you guys want to come on, you know, more of them welcome to do so. We'll have a civil debate. And we'll send you with some parting gifts. <laughs> and to me, I'm open to any kind of conversation that shows how scrupulous you people are by saying, oh, inflation is hurting the consumer. Well, I've been raising the rates without paying the driver anyway. But now yeah, that's going to come what, out. What about the, that, that that's, you know, inflation has been rising. You're right. Yeah, but what right. about the drivers when you're taking and squeezing the pay? And that means yeah. you're, you, drivers have to now work harder in order to still make the same that they were making uh, and then have to work more on top of that because of all of the inflation that's going on. You, you're know, forgetting, you know, you're, you're forgetting you know one part of the, the equation there. Yeah, but don't you know Dara said the same thing and the stuff when, on the interview? Don't you know that yep. uh, <laughs> the drivers are immune to inflation, Chris? We, we don't pay for inflation. We, we have nothing to do no, with No, we, we, no, no. That, that's, that's Uber. They're like, oh, we, we're happy about because that means more drivers are available uh, yeah, all right yeah. well let, let's see what, what let's see what risher will be able to do for the driver experience let's see uh, if we default to uber versus or i'm sorry if we default to lyft instead of uber we're gonna find <laughs> out yeah but anyway so yeah that's they're fighting mad good for them keep fighting there's a movement and by the way i read all the bills if like the colorado bill personally and everything i have is behind that bill so if I need to go to Colorado and talk to legislatures or whatever, I'm game. If I, oh, I, I would be game too. Yep. You, if you I can, do, you I can. I am hundred percent behind that bill, SB twenty three ninety eight, full transparency mm -hmm. and no more unjust deactivations for less than a dime on a trip. Stop complaining, people. Please, if you're in Colorado, whoever it is now or later, call your legislature. Call Stephanie Vigil's office in support of this bill. I am 100% behind it. There you, go. you know what? Not only that, I mean, you, you might be watching this in the, the, rare, the, the, the rare possibility that you're not in Colorado and you're like, I'm in somewhere else in the country. Why can't yeah. this happen for me? Oh, yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. You can actually take those bills, copy yeah. and paste them and send them to your legislators. You can actually do that. And then they can craft legislation that's pretty similar if they see the need for it too. So- there is that possibility where you could potentially do that. It's just a matter of you know researching this, and we like talking about it because it's what's going on in the areas, uh, and it can affect drivers differently. Uh, so this is how we want to make sure people know about that. And again, this is something not only on knowing your worth, knowing everything about it, but you can also see how they're clawing tooth and nail to try to uh, um, you know not let something like that pass. Uh, and it just kind of shows you shows you everything about it, but shady, um, shady, dirty. <laughs> yeah. Shady, All right, dirty, but dirty. what happens? Now, my question to you is: What happens when these legislators they start going, and they kind of go a little bit in the wrong direction? So <laughs> this is this is an email that I get oh, yesterday God. from Uber. Yeah. This is the email I get from Uber yesterday. This is saying mm -hmm. the New York Attorney General, moron. <clears throat> wants to eliminate surge pricing, double moron. Uh, act by May 1st to tell Attorney General James uh, to leave surge pricing alone. Uh, New York State Attorney General uh, Letita James 
has proposed a new rule that would effectively end surge pricing for New York drivers by eliminating rideshare companies like Uber's ability to surge rider pricing. Uh, while fo- while the attorney general is focused on the impact surge pricing has on riders, she's ignoring the direct impact this has. Uh, where is it? Hold on. This rule will have on your earnings. If Uber is unable to surge on rider trips, there will be no driver surge in New York. That is a big problem. Uh, we know surge is an incredibly important aspect of your earnings. Unfortunately, it is. Uh, it ensures you're paid extra when you step up to help riders during times of bad weather, less desirable times of the day, or high or during high demand events like concerts and sporting events. Yet they forget to leave out our times because um, that's yeah. when the most amount of surge is going on, uh, yeah. and that's when the most amount of people want to be driving at night because of the surge, because you're actually making money out there. And that's why it's the most profitable time for most people. Not always, it just depends on your market. But uh, the attorney general, Moron, is accepting comments on her proposed rule now through May 1st to tell her that your efforts will hurt the ability for you to earn and your family to ask her to reconsider. So this is what I get uh, from it. Uh, Then you have to actually kind of dig in a little bit more to see exactly what is going on. Um, yeah. This is from Times Union, and it says uh, James proposed a rule to set price gouging as above 10% guidelines to ride sharing. Um, so basically uh, proposing to institute a clear standard for what defines price gouging, any increase over 10% during abnormal disruptions in the market. The proposal is part of a series of rules that Attorney General's office is offering up to uh, public comment for the next 60 days. And then this is the next part is where they're talking about the surge in dynamic pricing. Uh, And James is seeking to define price gouging for companies that use dynamic pricing, including rideshare service, based on the median price at the same time one week prior. And then says the attorney general in the rulemaking document said she considered alternative definitions based on the lowest price charged for a product in the period or based on the highest charge prices, similar to a 2014 agreement with Uber, uh, would lead to far too much condoned profiteering. The price gouging agreement with Uber expired in 2017. So one of the things when this comes, this is the wrong way to look at things because this is a moron who probably got charged extra when it came to surge. They went on (laughs) their app and said, why am I being charged to go uh, from from New York to Albany for... uh, uh, $182 when it's normally 60. Well, you know what? That's because there's less drivers on the road. You know, it's, it does deal with peak time supply and demand. It is based around that. There are several factors that influence surge. Uh, but here's the thing. Unfortunately, you have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. And if you start talking to drivers and see exactly what's happening, uh, you might want to change your, your thought on that. And uh, we actually have a uh, RSG podcast that's coming out. Uh, it's the, the podcast version is already out uh, if you want to listen to it. Uh, the video format is coming out on Friday. And he's ta- uh, Harry's talking with a former Uber uh, worker. And they were talking about surge pricing. And they were talking about how really genius it is, but also you know trying to make it so the passenger kind of understands. Uh, and the way they talk about it, it's really interesting. So it's definitely an RSG podcast that's going to be geared for drivers. So if you want to check that out, make sure you do. Um, but this is this is when people are very ill-informed and then they make irrational decisions based on some unknown factor. Um, so this is 
to me, I think a real problem. And if you're in New York State, uh, you definitely want to make sure you're following this and you know share your thoughts with the attorney general uh, because there is a time open for 60 days. Just be familiar with this rule, proposed rule, and um, see what's going to happen there. Uh, because yeah, when it comes down to dynamic pricing and surge pricing, that's called show me the money. And I want to know. Now, the flip side of this, I think there should be a definite issue where, yes, and I will I will gladly speak to, to uh, James here, saying there is an issue when it comes to surge pricing and how it's calculated for the passenger and how it's calculated for the driver. And I would gladly go into that where you can definitely take that more knowledge and figure out how to price it fairly for drivers and for consumers where Uber and Lyft are not necessarily getting the bulk of it. Because right now, surge pricing is multiplier based when it comes to the passenger side, which means they're doing 2x, 4x, 6x, whatever it might be of the normal rate ride. But on the flip side, you're getting the flat rate surge, which we all don't really love too much. And so you might see 425, you might see $8, you might see $10 if you're lucky. But now with upfront earnings, you're seeing the base fare change to not necessarily reflect the amount of surge that should be added to the trip. So there is a real problem when it comes to surge, how it's calculated on a passenger side, how it's actually doled out onto the driver. So this is something where if we can work together, and I, I will retract my comments from earlier, Miss James, if, if you actually you know, want to sit down and talk about that. Uh, when it comes to how this is all calculated. So then, yes, you can understand a little bit more, take the knowledge, and then, you know, create a different proposed rule at that point. Um, and I will gladly go to Albany or wherever you're sitting in your ivory tower and talk to you about that. But that is, yeah, one of the big problems, at least in my opinion, is that you have people who may not know what they're talking about and try to create this sweeping control uh, when it comes to to things. So, you know, the, the price gouging aspect of things is not just on the rideshare side. They're trying to include the rideshare side. Uh, but it's also good to know what the whole rule is. Uh, so you want to make sure you're paying attention. But yes, anybody in New York State right now, please pay attention to this. This is definitely going to have a big impact on you. And you can share your thoughts uh, over the next 60 days when it comes to it, uh, when it comes to, you know, this rule change, when it comes to surge, how it's calculated, um, and all of that stuff. And, you know, who knows, maybe at that point we can get something where we're all on multiplier surge again, or, you know, it's it's more fairly done for what the passenger's paying to what the driver's receiving. And then maybe on top of it, it's actually in addition to the fare, to the base fare, not, you know, calculated kind of mumble jumble altogether where you're seeing an $8 surge on a ride that you're getting paid $15 and you know another ride that you're getting paid for the same distances at $15 but there's no surge it doesn't make any sense we've seen so many screenshots of this already uh and trying to calculate all this you know surge it, it it seems like they're eating more in your surge than than you think so yeah all right rant all over right. <laughs> right. no no rent you know what you said pretty much everything i was going to say i'm just going to add two things to it um when uber needs driver's help see how nice they are to you saying please call this person and say don't get rid of surge pricing see when they need your help in app they push the notification oh, yeah. saying, 
this is going to kill you. Unlike the last one saying that, oh, this is horrible. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, this, this is going to, this, no, yeah. don't do that. Oh, we want you to do this. Yeah, yeah. Please oh, please. Please, yeah. I mean, yeah. I'll, I'll stroke your hair a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, see, see how fun the game is, right? So, when the game is played, when they need the driver, they go, please, please call the attorney general and say, this is a horrible idea because Chris hit on all three points. Surgeon, yeah, and I, I will gladly the take the four a four hour drive from Buffalo to to Albany, and I will sit down and I will talk with you. I have no sure, problem doing sure. that. I'm, um, I come with you because honestly, I don't think she knows. But this is see, this is the problem. When people who don't drive and don't know and start writing laws that interfere with business of everybody, and you know, I'm not an Uber lover. I got that. But Uber's panicking because they charge four x on the back end, pay the driver nothing. Okay, that's going to go away. They have minimum wage rules in, in in New York City in the five boroughs, Chris, because if they cannot charge surge three, four X on the back end and pay the driver peanuts, because they're also looking out for that minimum that they're stuck with, is, I think it's 25 bucks an hour. So if there is anybody in New York City in the five boroughs driving, contact me. I want to learn more about that. Um, so they're stuck. Now they're going like, they're going to take that huge take rate, you know, that they created with this new upfront algo. You know, when the surge is like, surge is high, base is low, no surge, base is high, you know, that game that they play, right? Which we saw some of the negative earnings <laughs> with yeah. surge. So if surge was really in addition to Uber and was really helping the driver, I don't think you'd be crying like this. I think you'd be saying, oh, no, surge is a horrible thing. We just want to get rid of it. Well, you guys know you charge the customer up to you know what and then pay the driver down to you know what. That's why you guys are complaining and need your driver's help. So, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you know what? You know. Um, Chris, Chris Taylor is the person that Harry's interviewing on Friday. He he puts it together really well when it comes, Neck comes is down gonna to going to be on our show, bro. That's Neck. Yeah. Neck is going to be on our show. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. But he he broke it down really well when it came to it. Yeah. Um, and and he made it, it, you know, it, there, there's a short that's going to come out. And I think if if you want to, talk with riders who are complaining about surge or something like that you could use that same type of uh terminology and they might look at it a little bit different when it comes down to it so um yeah definitely watch that one uh that rideshare guy podcast on fr coming out friday um it's it's pretty good uh and it's definitely with uh, uh chris taylor who worked at uber um and it was it was really interesting uh, at least when i was cool. watching that so you know, I, that... I, I asked I asked Nick to come on because I think he can. Be, a lot of of us, including me, can benefit from what he's going to say uh, because oh, I yeah. have some preconceived ideas. This guy was one of the fifty first fifty hires at Uber in the Travis days. Now mm -hmm. he's still biased. I you know I have Twitter wars with him here and there, <laughs> but lately you know he's been laying off. I've been laying off because I want him to come on, and he agreed to come on sometime in May. And the neck, you know, we're going to have it. We're going to go at it, but. Um, now he's a super smart guy. He was at Uber for years. He's doing his own thing now. And he will be able to educate a lot of drivers who have misconceptions and sh ideas that are wrong, that in the technology <laughs> world don't exist. So it's going to be a good one. Yeah. So, uh, so Me Megan, Megan wrote, it's uh, four hours. Uh, it's not four hours, it's six hours. One, not the way I drive. It definitely is four hours. I can make it from here to, to uh, Bronx in five and a half. Uh, and that's a little bit, that's quite a bit further. Uh, so yeah, I, I've, trust me, I've done the Bronx trip plenty of times. I've gone out in Massachusetts. It's definitely a four hour trip for me. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> but so, uh, yeah, you said everything and you know well i'm i'm not sure where it's gonna go but uh you know i mean uber uh, new york city is a huge market for uber like huge okay mm-hmm. and and if they do this <laughs> no more surge and they have the minimum that they paid to the driver they take rate in new york city is going to absolutely collapse stock will actually get hit oh yeah that. well not only that but in buffalo Bars are open to 4 a.m. You know, you go to Rochester, it's 2 a.m. I think Syracuse is like 1 or 2 a.m. Um, but Buffalo and the surrounding area, it's 4 a.m. So you okay. have a lot of fun. You ha- you're, you're getting out there. You're getting drunk. You're having fun. Um, if that surge goes away, and trust me, it's bleeding red from like 11 to, to almost 5. Because uh, everybody's, you know, going from bar to bar. They're going home. They're going back out. They're They're wherever they're going. And then you have yeah. the big rush around like, Probably yeah. about two to about four thirty is the big yeah. big rush, and that's when surge is like lighting up the entire city of Buffalo. Yeah. But you take that away, I am not going to drive at that time. There's no, for, I wouldn't get base? I, I wouldn't base? get paid. So for base? You know, the unintended hmm? for base rate, why would you pick oh, up a drunk for base no. rate? <laughs> hell no, I got to deal with the passengers who are drunk off their asses. Yeah. No, yeah. you know what? It's worth it when I'm getting extra amount of money. But when it's not coming in, there's no way I'm going to take it because to me, it ain't worth it. But on top of that, you know, the other thing is if you have less Uber drivers and Lyft drivers on the road, that means more people are going to resort to driving. And that means things like DWI and DUIs and accidents and deaths and things like that are going to go up. And you're going to have an unintended consequence of that happening in the event that Uber and Lyft drivers do not want to drive at night because they don't want to deal with that. I agree. And you know what? Lastly, this may bring some light on the games that this new algo is playing with the surge pricing. As you know, as everybody knows, surge was in addition to the fare. Now it's all bundled in. Uh, Maybe this Mm -hmm. will put some light on that issue. You know what I'm saying? Like surge goes up, base goes down, surge goes down, base goes up. I'm like, well, I'll play this game. Let's just go back to the way we were. That's that's because this UFT is different. Yeah. It's all good. We'll we'll follow. You know what, uh, Attorney General? Miss James, you know what I'll do? I will actually, uh, I'll copy, I will copy the Washington law and send it to you and say, you know what? This is a better opportunity for you. <laughs> I volunteer. But, uh... <laughs> yeah. All right. Oh, go. no, 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 no. Um, I know what, I know what the rule change is. It's not, I'm not re- misrepresenting it. Basically what they're trying to do is yes, parts of it are good because they're capping uh, cert- like things where it's an issue when it comes to hyperinflation and things like that. But when it comes to surge pricing and dynamic pricing, no, that's a def- different issue. Um, yeah. And that's ba- going to be based on real time. That's also going to be based on uh, driver demand. That uh, I'm sorry, uh, rider demand, driver supply. It's going to be based on weather. It's going to be based on time. There's going to be a lot of things there. And if they cap it uh, or even are you know trying to get rid of it or something like that, uh, then that's going to be an issue when it comes down to it. So I'm not opposed to the part where it's going to limit um, parts where, you know, your eggs are going up $18 for a freaking 12-pack. No, I'm not complaining about that side of things. I'm complaining and, and talking about the rideshare aspect. So uh, make sure, let's let's make sure we're on the same page there. Yeah, um, Yabayo, Yabayo, is it Yabayo? Um, you know, email me, Sergio at the rideshare.com, especially if you're a New York City driver um yeah i want to talk about this a little bit more and educate myself but we know what we're talking about here it's you know the subway closures and hurricanes and things like that you know uber actually does take care of those surges anyway even if the passenger pays those ridiculous surge fares and then they get credited back but like chris said who the heck is going to pick your drunk ass uh 
right about to throw up in my car for a base fare. Not happening. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Yeah. Ain't gonna happen. No. I'll, I'll switch to the daytime. Actually, I've been driving more day than night, anyways. You know, mostly because like with the kids and that, um, yeah. and then all sleeping right. and just all that. So, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely different because trying to ha have a you know a five year old and a, a two year old wake up at you know seven thirty in the after or I'm sorry seven thirty in the morning when you'd be like two hours worth of sleep. Um, it's not as fun. So yeah, I've been doing more daytime than nighttime anyways. <laughs> Jeff goes, I will. Yeah, sure. Of course. I saw the pictures on the, of your car with the, with the, without the drunk guy. So we're going to talk about that next week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's move on. Uh, we will definitely keep you updated on, you know, these different legislations again, New York, uh, pay attention to that, look into that and then share your thoughts when it comes to the dynamic pricing. Uh, because that is where it's definitely going to have an effect on you as an Uber or Lyft driver. But, all right, you know, one of the things that I, that, that I think most of us are going to answer probably pretty similarly, and the article did a pretty good job, is why do Uber, or why do Uber drivers rate their passengers poorly? Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I... I've had many GTFO moments in my driving life <laughs> and one stars because to me, there are, to me personally, I'm just going to give my personal opinion and then you guys take this wherever you want. Um, to me, you cannot eat in my car, period. It's not going to happen. Nope. I don't give a shit Same. about your eating. Even if it's in a bag, your face is in the bag. It's not going to happen. It smells bad. I don't want it. Number one, you can definitely not smoke in my car. <laughs> that's two. Nope. Or vape in my car. Okay. That's two. Definitely when can't drink either. Car, you know, when you walk in my car, you set the precedence for your rating you're about to get. You're walking in my car. Maybe I'm too old world. You say good morning or hello to me first. I don't have to say it to you because you're coming in my car. And the second you walk in, you ask me for an aux cord, your rating just went down. Guaranteed it went down. So mm -hmm. I don't have too many things that I go against. Or if I'm picking you at the beach, if you're covered in sand, you get in my car like that, you're going to get it. You're going to just get it to the one star and get out of here. So there are small things that I pay to. You know, a lot of things I let it go. You know, I even let go ladies in the morning going to work, you know, doing some makeup in the backseat. All right, no problem. I got you. Don't, don't worry about it. As long as you're careful, whatever, because, you know, there are people. Yeah, you don't really get that lipstick or makeup on the on the seats or anything. Well, you know, I mean, I'm taking a chance, but I'm just giving good service <laughs> at that moment, saying she's, she has, she's yeah. late, obviously, whatever. So, but certain things I cannot do. Do I pick up? I absolutely, when I'm at LAX, I absolutely pick up their luggage and put it in my trunk because, because guarantee you they're going to scratch the crap out of your bumper. <laughs> Because they're not going to mm -hmm. pay any attention. They're going to just lug it up there. I'm like, no, no, I'll get out. Even looks like good service. I'll pick it up, put it in my trunk. So my bumper has no scratch marks on it. You know what you need? You need the bumper guard. You yeah. need that nice rubber bumper guard. So then you don't have to get out of the car. They can just do it in and you get all of it yeah. nice protected. You're all good to go. Yeah, man. And then, you know, to me, those are like small pet peeves I have. And, you know, I'm an easy guy. I'll let you do pretty much anything you want. But up to a certain degree and then you know that's it uh but yes i did have i probably had like eight or nine total disasters gtfo open the door out one stars maybe seven or eight in my ten thousand trips so you know it's not look man 99 percent of the passengers are pretty cool 
because that one person idiot mm-hmm. that gives it a bad name you know what i mean so i'm like whatever yeah oh i g- agreed yeah if you know for the most part people for me at least they're gonna get five stars because it's annoying to rate and then have to you know can just to be able to continue on press all those yeah. freaking buttons so it's just like it's easier because then you don't have to be like oh well blah 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 um anything like that but yeah there are definitely reasons um on why and food you know if you if you're gonna act like an asshole to me or something like that you know these types of things that's definitely going to do it um you know if i'm annoyed at the person before you uh i don't i try not to take it out on them uh, yeah. i try to like woo side out and um you know i'm trying to be a little bit better there but uh uh you know at first i may come off a little standoffish <laughs> but uh uh it, i don't hold it against that next person but like if they're doing something that it's just no bueno then that's yeah that's gonna be <laughs> yeah no, I mean, you know uh, what? Uh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think this is pretty, you know, it, it's, it's, this could be a really problem for late night drivers, which I don't do anymore. Uh, you know, I mean, different crowd, bar crowd, bodily fluids, all kinds of shit can happen. I'm like, that's why I don't do it, because the pay is not enough. You know, the, the, the pay is not commensurate to my risk I'm taking. So I'm just... Mm-hmm. That's a yeah, good idea. Absolutely. Right there. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, give us uh, Sergio at the Send me some, uh, or put it in the in the comments now. Slamming the doors. You know what? That's a, yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Yep. Like just going and slamming, come in slamming. I'm like, bro. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. What else, guys? Yeah, I I, I agree with pretty much all. Slams are jumping overseas. You know, another thing I hate yeah, about drivers, about passengers. I'll tip you in the app for sure. But do you know the ones that walk in? Like, you know, you pull them to the right side, their house is on the left side, right? They walk across the street, they come sit right behind you. I hate that. I freaking hate that. <laughs> and I always tell them, there's more room on the other side. Why don't you go sit there? Because safety, you know, but there are these idiots that just come sit right behind you. I'll go like, bro, just go sit over there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That that or or the people who you got one person that you're picking up and they want to sit in the passenger seat. Yeah. Like, uh, well, right okay. No, no, just sit in the back, dude. Yeah, sit in the back, bro. Yeah, don't. I'm not your <laughs> friend. Just go back to bed. Yeah, okay, Jeff. We know what happened. You know, you know. I I don't know about that 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 comment of yours. You know, Lyft is pretty stingy, or Uber is pretty stingy to put out those 150s these days because a lot of passengers have gotten into the media complaining that oh, the the, the fraud. You know, the drivers sent pictures and they charged me 150, but I didn't even do anything. I'm like, now nah, the companies are being very stingy. Mm-hmm. yeah three stars you know what that's the other thing i don't do chris we're not in freaking high school i don't do you know but f- f- i don't what's the difference between four and five i don't have star i mean i go one or five bro because that's like yeah. five is like five is the norm when i give you the one as a passenger by the way you're going to immediately figure out if you care about your rating because i'm going to crash your rating bro okay I guarantee. <laughs> if you do like one uber a month and I give you a one star, I'm going to drop you to like 420s. And the next guy is not going to pick you up. That's one. The second thing is, if you give me a retaliatory one, once you figure that I gave you a one, because I have to rate you first, obviously, it won't bother me. It might, my rating won't even drop a tenth because I'm doing out of 500 <laughs> ratings. You know, to me, it's like, it's a pretty good exchange, actually. Actually, you know, yeah. in the old days, we used to be able to go into the app and change our rating. Uber stopped that. 
I used to hammer people like that. I would like hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on, hold on, and then bang. Two days later, I go for give him a one star. You don't. Then, no, okay, so get one of the most annoying riders I ever had. Um, <laughs> absolutely annoying. Like the one of the absolute worst. Like I couldn't wait until she got the f out of my car. Um, she wanted me to rate her while I like she was waiting in my car. So she could see me rate her. I'm like, there's no, I'm like, and and I played it off. I'm like, oh, I already did. Even though I didn't, I didn't even end the trip at that point because I, I know that game. Um, So I made it look like I, I'm like, I already did have a good day. And then oh, right when she got out one starred by, <laughs> oh that's my God. Crazy, but that, but the, but, but that's the other thing too. Like for the most part, ask her. Uh, you know, for the next week, you know, 20 trips, 50 trips, whatever you work for the next week, ask uh, your low rated passengers if it takes them longer to get rides than the higher rated passengers. Uh, because I've had that conversation with quite a few riders already. They're like, you know, I, I don't understand my, my ratings low, blah, 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 whatever. I, I, and it takes me longer to get a ride. But yet yeah. my friend over here has a good rating and they get a ride right away. And it's like, well, yeah, you probably that's the whole idea, bald head. <laughs> yeah, that's the whole idea. And you know what? It's you know, and, and passengers look, there are some passengers who literally use Uber or Lyft every day. I'm serious. I've had passengers yep. coming to you know, mm -hmm. you know, Lyft Lyft tells you how many trips this passenger had, you know, and how many years they've been on the platform. One time I picked mm -hmm. up this girl, she had 2700 Lyft trips. I'm like, Jeez. you have more trips than I do, man. So Lyft loves her. <laughs> but no, my thing is, you know, one star, five star. Okay. The GTFL yeah. happens. That, very that's rarely. actually where I am. I, I do the yeah, one, I'm not the, playing one star. Game. We're uh, in high school. Yeah, yeah. And and you know, the it's most like, important thing though, I, I honestly I believed in this. Most uh, passengers don't even know what their rating is. Sometimes they go, How do you how do you look at that? Like they go like because here's my deal. At LAX, I pick up a lot of 440s, 450s, a lot. I may be the only mm -hmm. one. Do you know why? Because as soon as they get in my car, I immediately know that that passenger is from the East Coast, for sure. Either mm -hmm. Philly, New York, you know, one of those cities that the drivers are brutal on these passengers. They hammer them, bro. <laughs> and then the guy would get in my car, like, he goes, I go, he goes, nobody picked me up. He goes, thanks for picking me up. I go, I, are you from New York? He goes, yeah, how did you know? I go, look at your rating. It's 445. <laughs> And those would be the that nicest or, people. That or you'd be like, yo, I can hear your accent, man. <laughs> yeah, yo, those would be nicest people too. They tip and, you know, and then, but New York drivers hammer these people, bro. <laughs> I go, all right. Oh, God, yeah. Yeah. So, yep. yeah. It, it's, it's, it's kind of funny, but either way, yes. Um, you know, share, continue sharing your thoughts on why you would rate a passenger lower in the comments. And then if you're watching the replay on this, uh, just put it in the comments what you think. Uh, or what you do and what your rating you're going to give out to go bills love it bills. um so yeah let us know but between that time what we're going to do before we go on to our next subject we want you to win some money so we have our next way to win some money and that is you have to enter hashtag smtmc for show me the money club lowercase so sm hashtag s mtmc just as you see it right there uh we are going to end uh our show with the winner on that we have a couple more things that we're going to be talking about today uh when it comes down to the topics 
Uh, so make sure you put in hashtag SMTMC and you could win yourself 25 bucks. Not only that, uh, this is a great pause opportunity to remind you if you're just coming in right now and you went a little bit above and beyond uh, this last month when it comes to mm -hmm. April um, and your driver uh, and you went above and beyond, you know, and a little different, you could submit your story to Sergio at Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. Share your story, share your screenshots of what had happened uh, when it comes to it. And you could be the possible April recipient of the Show Me the Extra Mile Sunshine Award. Uh, so make sure you get those in. We are almost bucks. done wrapping up with April. We've got only a few more days left. Uh, April is a shorter month, I think, right? Yeah. 30 days, I think, this month. Right. So we got five days, four and a half at this point now. Um, so yeah, make okay. sure you get those in. Comes with 100 bucks plus an article plus an interview on our channel. Now, come on, man. All right, so send me some stuff. Send me some materials to send it to Sunshine, man. He's dying over there. <laughs> But all yeah. right, well, either way, let's move on and talk about another rideshare company out there. And well, can, um, can, you, can we all sorry, can we also mention Gary's apps one more time, if you don't mind? Or sure. do you want to do it at the end? At the end? Uh, you can, you know, go ahead, do it now. Okay, so we had for you who are late, I don't know how many are watching now, but for later as well, we have the link in the show notes. Gary Middleton, Middleton Technologies, he has three apps. I love all three. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't have had him on. There is a link in the show notes. Please go to his website, check it out. It's literally cheaper than a lousy burger, bro. It's $4.99 a month, which will, is for safety, number one. Most importantly, it's going gonna to make you an automatic cherry picker. You're going to join the, you know, mm -hmm. the, the Jeff uh, from Florida. He, he started the CPU, Cherry Pickers United. <laughs> <laughs> That's our new union now, CPU, baby, Cherry Pickers United. So please go check it out. Link in the show notes. Uh, just to answer another question, Jay, no, I have not done that video yet. Um, there's been a couple of other videos that have been uh, made that are, you know, in the pipeline, but that will be coming uh, for the difference between UberX and XL. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Uh, that will be coming. But uh, I know I continue to say it. It's it's one of those things that it's kind of like there's there's some other focus on other videos when it comes to uh, RSG first. Uh, but that will be coming. Uh, don't worry about that. And yeah, I'll have plenty of screenshots when it comes to both uh, XL and X rides and kind of the different people. Let's go. Twenty five bucks, free money. Yep. And uh, you have pretty much till the end of the show to be able to get your entry in. We got 191 people watching, so. I see 33 entries. All you got to do, hashtag SMTMC right in the chat. Hit enter. You're entered, and you could be a recipient of 25 bucks. So, what kind of world right, are we well, living? Nobody wants free money, Chris. I don't get it. I don't know. I mean, you all, give it away. All 200 <laughs> of you should be typing SMTMC. All 200 of you should be typing SMTMC. <laughs> yes, uh, Brian, Brian, I, you know, oh, does Chris know your story? You know, we get like 8,000 stories. Most of them I forward to Chris, but Chris is in the background. Then I'm in the foreground. I get all the, you know, stuff. You know, Brian sent me an email and we're trying to work on it. But uh, um, you're not alone, Brian. I can assure you that. But um, so there you go. Yeah. All right. All right. Let us move on. Is there a new possible venture company that could potentially grow Uber and Lyft? but a different sort. So 
Okay, hashtag right. SMTMC people. Hashtag not just SMTMC. Hashtag SMTMC, please. Yeah, hashtag. Yeah. You can right. only enter once. So if you want to, if you want to spam the chat, one you're, you're only getting one entry. Just so you know. <laughs> lowercase Brandon, <But>. lowercase. <laughs> All yeah. right, so this is rides, rids, rides. Uh, Sunshine Man, are you watching? This just opened in um, South Carolina, in actually Myrtle Beach. No, seriously, bro. This is something really to consider. Sunshine Man, if you're here, please do this. At least do an article or come on the show, tell us about it. You know, you'll make more money. So look, let's not kill too much time on this. This is another subscription-based rideshare company, okay? There is Empower. There were a couple before that came and went. This you know, the driver keeps hundred percent of the proceeds, again and again and again. We highlight these companies when they seem real, but this company is absolutely spreading throughout the country. If you go to their website, wridz.com, you will see all the cities they're in. I checked; they're not in LA, unfortunately, so I cannot test this. But I want somebody to do this. To see how many trips they're going to get. because Yeah, they're not in New York yet either. Yeah, man. Because the problem with these companies is, I swear to God, we can create Sergio's and Chris's ride share tomorrow. We will get like 100,000 drivers to sign up. Now, how do we forget the passengers is the problem in this, in this game? You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, I you swear need, to you God. Need the, you need the market share of passengers. <laughs> yeah, we have Gary write an app for us, Chris. We can start a ride share company tomorrow. Seriously. It's simple as that. Yep. And, but... How do we acquire the passenger? What's my difference between, you know, Uber, Lyft, and how am I going to undercut them? Where am I going to find my passengers? Because it's the same pickup point A, drop off point B. They're not doing like much different things. There, see that answer? <laughs> that killed me right there. That that finishes the segment. Next one. <laughs> That's that. Yeah. Well, either you way, know, you know, know you know what that is right. That's one of our Chicago brothers who's famous now. Oh, well, you know what? Here's the other thing, people. Uh, I am going to be in Chicago uh, starting Cinco de Mayo uh, for Cinco de Mayo weekend. Um, So if anybody wants to do a meetup uh, and we can run the test, I'm actually going to bring my uh, my true camera and then we'll do screen recordings so we can show the all the phones lined up together and then also uh, the screen recordings. Um, So if anybody wants to get together in Chicago, uh, let me know. Uh, we could do a meetup and we can kind of do that. We're going to do it. Uh, I'd like to do it on both Uber and Lyft. So uh, get hold of me, uh, Chris, the rideshare guy.com or even Sergio, Sergio at the rideshare guy.com. He'll just forward me the email. So, so please email uh, me. Is... I'll forward it to Chris. Um, so 30, okay, hold on. A hundred dollar monthly subscription fee. And this is on average, but it depends on what city. Sometimes they have sales to get drivers onboarded, right? And this onboarding process is pretty much the same as Uber's. Um, you have to pay for your own background check, which is 30 bucks and $25 onboarding kit. This seems like this would be, per- by the way, the major difference between Rides and Empower. Empower does not provide you with period two and three liability insurance. Rides does, just like Uber. Ooh, so that's, see that, now that, that's a good thing right there. Yeah, they, they do, right? So number one, number two. There is a drug test. So you did their, you know, the background check is not as wishy-washy as checkers at Uber and Lyft. This, that's, <laughs> I mean, these people are putting on like qualified drivers on the street, man. Right. Safe people. And now wait, me, hold on, hold on. I got a question here. Yeah. What defines a positive drug test? Because I swear, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't marijuana know. Marijuana is legal in New York state. 
Yes, that's true. Just so saying. I, I mean, it's been for a while. You just know, saying. You know and I'm. <laughs> you notice they're not in LA or I mean California and New York because they're both legal here. <laughs> LA. Is marijuana I don't think that's stopping them, but uh, I don't know. Um, I don't know. No, it's but, not national right now. They're they're expanding though in into different markets, but. The biggest thing rides empower any any company that wants to you know get into rideshare hey i would love to get into another company i would love to have three four five in my back pocket but the problem is it's about getting the passengers yeah, involved man. on your platform so that's that is problem. the that's the primary concern i th i don't think you would have an issue signing up drivers left or right i think you'd be fine signing up drivers left and right uh the problem is it's getting the passengers because again we talked about uh Uber being the Kleenex of rideshare, um, you know, they're really well known. Then you have Lyft, they're very well known. How do you break through and offer something different? That's something that you got to do when it comes to the uniqueness of it. Uh, yeah. If you want to bring me on as a consultant, there are ideas that I have. Uh, again, Chris at the rideshareguy.com. We can talk. It's always pitching, um, <laughs> it's always hey, pitching. my time, my time goes to the highest bidder. And if people want to bring my me man on as a right consultant, there. that's my man right there. So, um, so anyway, check it out in your city. Please go to their website. Check it out. If it's in your city, give it a shot for a month. It's month to month. There is no long-term contract or anything like that. Now, what I thought is if they were in Cal or LA specifically, I was going to put like recycler ads or, you know, ads online and stuff like that and create my own little, because I have commercial insurance, right? So I don't have to worry about that. Create my own client base. You know, you know how a lot of people say I do private trips and stuff. This would be perfect. Yeah. Find your put your private client on Rides app because there is a hundred percent, hundred percent, and then and if, collect if, the if whole you team. have to. I'm but like, either way, free. again, again, that that's I, I I don't I don't want to give I don't want to give everything away for free for some of these companies because you know they, they got to stand out. So consulting, <laughs> Sergio and Chris are both consultants. If you would like <laughs> to stand uh, for these companies, we are available. If you'd like, so Empower Rides, um, no, not Empower. other companies. <laughs> <laughs> Sergio and Chris's rideshare, apparently. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. All right, Gary, uh, let's Gary, move on because we Gary. are we're we're definitely running long. Um, okay. So let's move on. Uh, let's let us funny. go to our very wonderful uh, and amazing professor friend, uh, Doctor. I mean, I'm sorry, Professor Len Sherman. Um, I don't think he's a doctor, is he? If he is, then he's a professor. And okay. so, uh, so either way, Professor Len Sherman. Um, you know, we, we, we definitely have to have him back on to the, yeah. uh, show at least sometime soon, but, uh, um, yeah, yeah because he, he had sent an involved. email. Yeah. I love professor Sherman. I wish I was a student, you know, I mean, he runs tests in his, in his classroom about these ride sharing companies or on demand apps and things like that. Um, you know, he's, uh, he's got all MBA students, so obviously He's an amazing man anyway. We had him on the show. We're going to have him again. So quickly, once the Dara's PR slash whatever campaign came out on the Wall Street Journal by Pretty Karana, which I, we were in as well, um, but, but, but Professor has been very vocal lately. He sends me like email every other day. He goes, Serge, have you seen this one? I go, yes, sir. I have. <laughs> He's like hot now. He's really hot. So I'm just going to go um, read it as it is. He goes, I got a chance to listen to some more segments of your latest SMTMT podcast. He's a fan, obviously, including where you polled Chris and Jay on reactions to Dara's I do, I did, yeah. Dara's undercover driving routine. Another podcast host asked for my reactions 
to the same question. So he did a podcast on his own, obviously. So I thought you might get a few yucks <laughs> from my response. The Wall Street Journal article was a preposterous PR stunt. Well, how do you really feel about it, Professor? <laughs> <laughs> Take your pick from how best to interpret what Dara and his PR stooges cooked up. This is a professor, okay? So he, he, he you know, business professor. He uses Uber Lyft quite a bit, too. There are three choices, and you get only one to pick. All right. Uber's product managers are completely incompetent <laughs> and for the past five years have been spinning their wheels allowing sh shoddy systems to languish for no good reason. Or, number two, Uber has highly competent product managers, no, but drivers weren't a priority for Dara, who completely ignored them. Or, number three, so we'll ask you this, which one is it? But we know it's just being facetious here. Dara is <laughs> possessed with div <laughs> divine insight. And after signing up for a few undercover rides, he alone was able to identify and recommend targeted fixes to problems that even his highly competent team missed. <laughs> well, he didn't fix the problems he discovered, but that's besides the point. <laughs> of course, Uber PR hacks would have you choose number three, door number three, which is complete BS. There is absolutely nothing in what Dara discovered that hasn't been widely known and reported on for years. Frankly, it strikes me as near Trumpian delusion. So Dara is clearly on a dealer charm offensive, trying to put lipstick on a pig. For example, he last month, he jetted, <laughs> he jetted off to Ukraine to commune with his brave drivers who continue to serve customers at great personal peril. If you check out the tweet Dara sent, crying about his valiant journey to Ukraine, the comment section is filled with angry driver comments, of course there, trolling Uber about their outrage. Okay, I can see. Can you take that Win25 thing off? Um, okay, outrage over lousy pay, deceptive business practices, and unwarranted terminations. In fact, Uber with an U, German U, Negative responses are triggered by every tweet Dara has sent over the past few years. He is truly reviled in the U.S. driver community. Well, it continues. So Dara can fly to Ukraine for a photo app or arrange for a Wall Street Journal photo op of Dara sitting in his Model Y in the, com <laughs> in the company's parking lot. Dara can't and won't hold a town hall with representative groups of U.S. drivers, which, of course, would be more genuine and and a way to, to gather insight. Dara and his PR minions are control freaks who can't handle the truth. I can't resist adding one more tidbit that speaks to my genuine awe of Dara's PR skill in buffing Ubers and his own images. In what may be the greatest humble brag of all time, Dara shared with Wall Street Journal reporter Pritika Rana the story that couldn't sleep, <laughs> he couldn't sleep on nights before he had to drive the next day for fear of losing his perfect five-star rating. Bullshit. And so, <laughs> and so on one ride with the passenger aboard, when his phone lit up with colleagues frank, frantically trying to reach the CEO with news that Uber's system had been hacked, Dave K, uh, illegal, refused to pick up remaining focused and safety safely completing his ride without distraction 
What a five-star guy. What a CEO. Keep on talking. You know, you're probably <laughs> watching this, Lent. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you. You know, we made you, I think we, we made you like in, I think, three or four different segments. We put up your letters with your permission, of course. <laughs> you know, <laughs> by the way, this was sent to Pritika as well. So Pritika was quiet. She didn't say anything about this one. Uh, you know, I'm not, I don't blame her, man. You know, if 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 I got the thing, I would have done it too. So I was like, <laughs> I'm like, you got to once in a while do these things. Um, unlike Mr. Risher, who's refusing our humble, you know, little show here. Come on now, <laughs> but anyway. So yeah, that's professor. Well, we'll, professor. We'll, we'll keep it. We we'll keep it business happy. Don't worry. <laughs> I know. No, they're not gonna do it, Chris. I, I haven't given up. Oh, I know. I've given up. I know. Over. Unfortunately. Yeah. I don't know why. Maybe you know they'll do it with Harry. I'm sure. So. Right. <laughs> Maybe. All right. Either yeah. way, uh, we have. You know, a couple more topics we're going to be talking about. Get your hashtag SMTMC in. Yes. We currently have uh, right now 55 entries with 166 people watching. You know, you got a pretty good chance if you're at 55 number, but if you didn't enter at all, you're definitely not going to win. Um, so you might want to. But either way, we got a couple other things to go over real quick. Um, some good good things. Uh, we got a couple of pictures that Sergio you could talk about, and then uh, some funnies that we'll get into, and then we'll be ending the show real quick. All right. So this is uh, our Jeff and Jeff, my two favorite Jeffs on the planet. Uh, one from Florida, and the other one is the Sunshine Man on the left with the right share guy hat because the other Jeffs hat didn't make it in time, Harry. Anyway. And, you know, they were uh, the Sunshine Men from South Carolina was vacationing in Florida. They met. They had lunch. They had a wonderful time. They joked. They probably joked about me. And it's okay. It's all right. And then, um, you know, they had a wonderful time. On the left, I thought you would put this one with the zero one, Chris. <laughs> on the left, we have an amazing interview coming up with uh, Donnie Disco. Okay, this is real. This is not Photoshop. Okay, are you guys watching this? Are you guys seeing these numbers? This guy has 10,000. 100%, 100% acceptance rate, 0% cancellation. This guy I, has 10,000. Come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, he promised to buy us crab legs if we go to Biloxi. Eh? Oh, I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. So no, Don, I, Donnie's I a good guy. Him. I've known him for quite a few years, actually. I wrote, a, I wrote a great article. I interviewed him. I don't know where the article is going to go because honestly, at this moment, I've given up whole hope on that on the other side of the situation. But <laughs> <laughs> the interview is going to come out shortly, in a couple of weeks, probably. What an amazing gentleman! Okay, I make fun of these people who accept hundred percent this, hundred percent that. But man, the guy has a story, and he makes it work for himself. So leave him alone when the video comes out. Refrain from hate comments. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Oh no, it's uh, definitely definitely a good guy. So that'll yeah, be beat you, so, Sunshine Man. You couldn't make it to hundred, huh? You know why he's a oh, hundred, yeah. Sunshine Man? Huh? He's on auto accept. That's why. Huh. <laughs> <There> you <go>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got to turn on your auto accept. Yeah, Jeff. Yeah, this one is All the right, well, antidote for the Uber Lube. You know, I saw this. I couldn't resist. <laughs> this is what happens when they give you ten dollar surge, and then the fare drops to dollar fifty for a ten mile trip. <laughs> This is what yeah. they're using on you people, so be careful. Don't don't fall for it. Don't bend over in the shower. This is Uber Lube right here. But hey, on Uber, the right, you gotta buy me dinner before. <laughs> yeah, you gotta kiss me first, and then on the right, we have the complete opposite of Donald Donnie Disco. This gentleman made it to zero percent acceptance rate. 
that that is an, that is a challenge within itself itself if you okay. if, for those who are just listening right now uh the trips that came through were 11,000 this is between March 10th and April 9th 11,490 trip requests came through he only accepted 110 of those accepted requests and denied 11,380 which means they weren't worth it so but you know mathematically he's not a zero percent right he's a zero oh, well yeah it's, it so rounds it rounds down he's less than one that's why they put up the zero congrats sir do not take yep. the uber loop drivers we <laughs> don't mess with this stuff this is real shit now look at this okay look at this dichotomy right you have one driver 100 acceptance zero percent cancellation and this guy has zero percent acceptance they both make it work for themselves so stop yep. bitching and moaning and do what works for you there you go yeah exactly now we have one last story <laughs> and this right. is this is uh I, I think something we were warning about for a little while but you know they must have been watching um and they're just like you know what screw it we're gonna we're, we're just gonna make it we're gonna make it happen we're yeah, gonna make, make this sex mobile that's all <laughs> yours buddy because oh, oh it's all mine okay yeah yeah that's not <laughs> yours because this is this yeah, is like so this is this is modern trend people this is not bullshit this is modern trend okay so you know it's not okay there you go Anyway. I don't know. I, I mean, is, is this is chat GBT? Uh, no, no, like written no, article man. or something. On, <laughs> either, either way. Uh, so yes, yeah, so this is this is on Motor Trend, and it's a self-driving sex pleasure sex pod. There's not enough Lysol in the world, and I would agree with that 100. percent Although, you know what? Like, I, I want to know what the insides are. Is it like all just like Mirror. pure rubber? <laughs> something that's like completely 100 percent hydrophobic. <laughs> And then how do they clean in between? Do you have somebody who's like standing in the front and then waits until it comes out? Or do they have like uh, these high powered jets that like just spray down everything and then it just opens the doors and just lets the water out and then it just dries itself or something? I, I really don't know. But <laughs> um, yeah, so apparently uh, this is something we never thought and, and neither did Motor Trend. Uh, but yeah, here it is. This is uh, uh, an entertainment website, Camsoda, upcoming self-driving vehicle robotaxi, taxi, um, creating an autonomous vehicle that will be the Sexla. No joke, right there. <laughs> anyway, each Sexla vehicle operated is theoretically equipped with a 4K screen with a live stream of a cam model that interacts with the passenger during the trip. Each vehicle is allegedly stocked with what we'll just call accessories for the experience. And riders would pay for each trip in a similar way that they would for any other taxi. As far as how the vehicle looks, renderings of the concept sent along with the pitch uh, reveals it looks like a rebranded rebranded Zooks Robotaxi. <laughs> I think that is, but... <laughs> It literally I, looks like someone just ripped some images off the Zooks website. And yeah, they did. Yeah, they sure did. Yeah. <laughs> but, but this, this, look, this way, is going to happen, like it or not, right? Do you agree this is going to happen? When these things come around, don't you think people are going to try? Of course they are. What was that? Uh, um, uh, was it Total Recall? I believe it was. Uh, yeah, I think it was Total Recall, um, the movie where like they went into this this minefield 
and you didn't know what was real, what was fake. You, you put on these goggles and then, you know, you, you could have whatever fun you wanted with, and you had these sensors and these pods and everything. Um, but yeah, like they were, I remember they were walking down the aisle in the one he was trying to, uh, um, you know, get, get his memory like rechipped or, you know, figured out or something to see if he was really um, in this, this false narrative or whatnot. And, um, you know, they, they show a couple of people where, where a guy, he's, he's sitting in there and then it shows a hologram of a stripper. And it's like, this is exactly where it's going. This is just the beginning. Like soon you're going to see like places where they're just going to have a robot taxi take you there. And then it's cheaper because yeah. they can, well, they can house it all in house. This is cheaper than motel six. You call one and do what you need to do in there and then get the heck out for the, the next guy it happens. Whatever happens, happens. So I have this paragraph at the end caught my eye. It goes, either way, all the Lysol in the world, <laughs> the most powerful pressure washer money could buy, and a hundred layer hazmat suit <laughs> couldn't get us to sit in one of these things. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. But this is going to happen. You guys want autonomous vehicles. This is going to happen. So get used to it. Do, do you know, you uh, know yeah. what? Yeah. Go rate this. Go rate this driver. Oh, wait a minute. There is no driver. Yeah. Uh huh. Go ahead. <laughs> Whether you, you, you know, actually, I think next week we have um, a couple of fun little things regarding some of these uh, uh, robo taxis and self driving vehicles. Um, did you put it in for next week's show? Not yet. <laughs> okay well put it in because they're there you want to laugh these we got a couple of things that that's really funny when it comes down to uh some of these robo taxis and self-driving vehicles in phoenix going on um whether you call it a success or not i am going to say that it is not a success so far but hey it's still early either way all right we're nearing the end of our show we still have our giveaway to go uh, we have 61 entries currently at the present moment. Wow. Uh, enter hashtag SMTMC in order to be entered or entered. Uh, it's getting late. Come on. Uh, and um, you could win 25 bucks. Why not? Um, we will give you just a couple more minutes, minute, 30 seconds in order to be able to do that. Uh, and then, um, yeah. Toilet brush is funny, bro. Toilet brush goes, I would ask for the blonde car. No, it, the blonde doesn't come with the car, toilet brush. You have to pr provide your own blonde. Oh, there goes uh, there goes Norma. We're taking Norma's money, giving it back to you. So that's what we're doing. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> what do you mean you disagree, Either Jeff? Way. You don't disagree at all. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay, the next next winner will be the Uber Loop. So we're going to work on that format. What, what are you talking about? We have the Formica. We have the happy end. You got to go we in the emoji. Everything. We have everything. We already got show. it. <laughs> we we got the, the happy menu, end, Jeff. We have the full menu. Come on. <laughs> all you got to do, all you got to do, because because you're the member, all you got to do, and all members can do this. You go to um, your your reaction, that little uh, ad reaction, the little smiley face there. Click on that, and you're going to see the custom emojis right there. Uh, no, it's and, not the happy end. Well, I mean, the, the truck, yes, but we have the happy end. That's what we call it. So it's called happy end. One? Okay. And, yeah. and Jeff is going to be he's on a, a happy video little ant. Jeff is When is Jeff's videos coming out? Do you know? It's before May, right? Uh, Jeff's, uh, yeah, on the behind the wheel stories. He has a great story behind the wheel. So okay. that's our Jeff right there. The other Jeff, not that the other is, Jeff. That uh, is coming soon. There you go. Yeah, you got the happy end right there. <laughs> 
So we got the happy end, um, yes. Yeah. As the emoji. All right. All right. But we have 65 oh, entries. Yeah. That All is right. where we're at. And now we are going to see who is our winner. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, they got to play music or something. Come on. Jared Brush, congratulations. You are the winner of $25. Woo, 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 woo. We need some like sound effects Although, or something we could play. Yeah. Okay. Um, the other thing, you no, know, I, I was expecting to have um, the opening with what's his name? Music today. Um, Gabe's. Story. Oh, no. I didn't get, I, uh, that did not get to, uh, uh, huh? That get, I didn't get that done yet. I didn't get that okay. cut. I've been doing a lot of other stuff when it comes to... Okay, Jared Brush, <laughs> just email me, SergioTheRussianGuy.com. I think you emailed me anyway with your whole spreadsheet. I love that spreadsheet, by the way. But, you know, you're doing a lot of work. You're entering, like, right by right by right, which is awesome. But I will get back to you on that because that's a lot of information for me to absorb amongst 700 other emails I have <laughs> that I have to get back to. Um, but great work, buddy. Okay, so email me, please. A separate email, not that one. Separate thread, so I can send you your money. So yeah, that's it. All right. And with that being said, it is Tuesday. It is Show Me the Money Club. Uh, we will see you next week. Do we have anything Everybody good for him pool. coming next week? Huh? What's up? No, we're on I our said, own. We ha- we're on our own. Ah, nice. All right, cool. Well, we're gonna have some good stuff coming next week. Uh, so we will see you next week. Tomorrow is. Him and Zach's show, Money Hungry, talking about food delivery, last mile delivery, some good stuff there. Make sure you do that. And also, uh, definitely make sure to watch uh, Harry's podcast this week. You can get it right now, actually, if you want to go listen to it. You can go to rideshareguide.com and check it out. Uh, It is there. Uh, But the other thing you can do is uh, wait until Friday for the actual video to come out. Uh, Definitely going to be a good one for you. So make sure you hit that. It will be out 930 in the morning, Eastern Standard Time. With that being said, everybody in the pool now. Everybody in the pool. Let's go. (laughs) All right. Have a good night, everybody. See ya. Have a good one, guys. Have a good one.